everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Unwanted Answers. That's right, guys. This episode, this episode you're listening to really right special. now. Yes, special for two reasons. Yeah. One, because it is our final episode of 2023. That's right, guys. In a way, it feels like we barely did this show <laughs> this year. Yeah. Because, I mean... We were kind of hanging more with the favorite child, which is comment section. But <laughs> oh no, for all of you still holding on to like, can we get Uncle Al? Can we get Huck? For God's sakes, what is going on with Baby Face yeah. Antonio? Especially after that last episode. What about Fluffy, aka Sprinkles? Well, we're giving you a double dose this holiday season because That's right. for the first time in seven years, we are giving you our unwanted answers new year's countdown episode that's, that's right. right that's what i think it's kind of special for three reasons because last episode of the year it's a new year's special and that it is the first time we're ever doing this it's the it's a brand new special episode yes. genre we, got, we even have some special segments just for this episode that's right i'm really excited to I'm really excited for a lot of these episodes. I'm a big fan of the completely technically pointless uh, new beginnings idea where you're completely arbitrarily saying this is the beginning of something. Yes. Even though we are just on a rock in space and that as although time does move, there's no significance to January 1st versus December 31st. Exactly. Uh, In a way, I would have been cool if we still kept calling this year 1999 because to do yeah. a, a way, way throwback, <laughs> we we always wondered, will it ever yeah. be 1999 again? And that would have that would have been an interesting be. way for people to avoid Y2K is let's stop doing <laughs> years. Let's just stop doing years. It's it's going to be 1999 forever now. Well, we did. Look, speaking of another callback. We did learn that's what happens at the bottom of the Denver airport in our Secrets Revealed segment oh. a few episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, they're the ones living the new golden age. Yeah. We're stuck true. in the 21st century, but they're still in the 20th century. You know, the name for Fox, it still makes sense. 20th Century Studio Studios. No, they still get to call it 20th Century Fox. We're the ones who have to call it 20th Century Studios. Wait, why do we have to call it that? Because uh, no. Disney renamed it. Oh, they renamed it. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Did you hear what I saw today? What? Mickey Mouse, like the old version, like Steamboat Willie style, is going to be public domain January 1st. Oh, that reminds me. We once brought up that we want to do public domain, which is oh, uh, yes. where we get to now write our own Winnie the Pooh stories because it's public domain. And now we can add uh, Mickey Mouse. Yes. Now, there is an asterisk. It's not like full Mickey Mouse. It's mm -hmm. specifically, specifically the Steamboat yeah. Willie style one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if he can talk. He just goes. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Like a horse. Yeah, a lot like a horse. Yes. But uh, yeah, as I said, I really like the arbitrary new beginnings of things. Um, 
uh, to be a motivator and then always fail. Like I was like, oh, I'm turning like two months ago. I was like turning 30. Here's a new beginning. And it was exactly the same. And I go 2024. It's a new beginning. It's exactly the same. Uh, So just kind of an endless cycle of uh, hoping for better things and never getting there. Exactly. So you're just like, this is my year. And then by at least 2 a.m. on January 1st, something has gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, there are are big things going into 2024. I'm going to get to pick up a prescription for a cream soon, and I might not have a rash on my arm anymore. So pretty cool. Something to look forward to in life. Yeah. No more having to scratch. No more peeling. Just (laughs) hit that cream. That's right. Yeah. And then once once you're done with it, if there's someone like, you know, you really don't like, you could serve it to them as ice cream. <laughs> and, <laughs> will, and die. Run through them, but. And die because it's probably like a strong steroid that's supposed to. <laughs> oh, well, maybe don't do that unless, yeah. unless you know. Unless you're serving to like Lance Armstrong or something, then yeah. you got to the he's he's gonna need all the steroids he can get. You know he what? Wants our to uh, not only like <clears throat> beat bike races, he wants to be able to like, um, like mold bikes, bend that metal with his own yeah. bare hands. You know what? Our it was it is it I I, I was, was is it Bob Barker who did the always spay and neuter your pets thing or is that? Game, I, you know the there's a game show host that would say like as like a catchphrase or always spay and neuter your pets. It was sort of I like don't a no, but I love how on this show, Bob Barker he had, he's known for so many things, but on this show his legacy is always spay and neuter your dogs. We that, don't yeah, need more. It was him. Honestly, that's one of the only things I know about him is that catchphrase. <laughs> but I think it's interesting. It was like an animal rights statement in it that like this is important to do to make sure to do it. And I think ours should be. And, re- and this was unwanted answers. And remember, never ingest topical steroid cream into your mouth. <laughs> oh, yes, that's that's a very important disclaimer. Don't do it, guys. Do do not try this at home. Yeah. Speaking of like spay and neutering your pets, so uh, you know my sister's dog, yeah, dead, but oh, God. <laughs> she wasn't expecting that. Okay, I know. I just sometimes you just gotta drop those truth bombs. You know, yeah, you peel the bandaid dog, off. You know the one that would always kind of warn us of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was, well, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, at least it wasn't a suicide like my one parent's dog, but that's a Yikes. whole nother thing. I mean, he was he wasn't happy that he couldn't go on their trip with them, so he, he, you know, he he decided it wasn't worth living anymore. And that choker collar, those choking leashes, when you're the, you're attached to a doghouse, they. They're, they're not playing, but um, what? that seems like impossible. <laughs> he, he literally just pulled on it to death. He, he pulled on it. It was a he just committed suicide. He pulled on it. And, you know, my father's father was supposed to watch him and didn't do a very good job. Clearly. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> but um, well, how many more traumatic stories <laughs> can what else died? I, I don't Where are you going with this? <laughs> so she not. Only, so, um. Yeah, happy New Year's, everyone. Let's talk about dead animals. Yeah. So, um, uh, she got 
not just one dog, but two new dogs. One male, one female. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty young. So, um, you got way wild to get them, you know, spayed and neutered. Yeah. And they're half siblings. <laughs> Uh-oh. And right now, because they're supposed to get spayed and neutered in January, right now, the, the challenge is make sure to keep them separated. So yeah, that... You don't accidentally create incest puppies. You're, yeah, you're like going to create a nightmare monsters. dog. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> like, they get too close. They're like, no, get him, get him, get him. Yeah. Hurry, hurry. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch them. That's for sure. Because in like in last episode, I I believe that I mentioned like I don't, I don't know what the numbers are for 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 dogs, but like cats can start getting pregnant pretty young. And my cat's mother was only like five months old, and like you're I think you have to wait until like six months old to um, spay or neuter them. Exactly. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Just before the appointment. Um, she, she just look at them and they have that kind of look of shame. Like, hey, I wait as long as I could. But yeah. hey. Yeah, this know? is all I can do. Hey, we all got urges. And sometimes when you got the yeah. opportunity, you got to go for it. That's true. I saw that door open to crack and I was out of there. Well, then, uh, it, well, the thing that to make sure they net they never do it again, you got to bring the priest in and be like, yeah. shame on you, shame on you for for what the sin you've caused." And yeah. then they'll just look so sad, and they'll never do it again. But in a way, it doesn't matter because they've already been spayed and neutered. Yeah, I uh, I started talking, and then I realized I don't know if I want to go here. <laughs> I feel like another. It should. Well, I su- I support a certain procedure that I also think seems like it should be legal for dogs, and I'll just say that. Okay, I love vague stuff where I don't really know what you're talking well, about. Well, there's a pregnant sure there's a pregnant dog with an incest baby, and I'm just kind of oh. wondering if something could be done about it. You know. I'm not going to lie, it has come up. It has come up. I was just like, you know what? I, what are we supposed to do? This is really the only option. Like, yeah. you, get, you get this monster. No. Like, I mean, geez. Yes, but, uh, you know, you throw some cold water on them and you hope that'll, that'll just keep them apart. Yeah. Uh, One, more well, One more month. Here's to making it another the worry month. worry is over. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> God, I can just imagine first episode of 2023 titled Incest Puppies. I know. How did we get into this mess? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if this episode wasn't just named New Year's Special 2024, <laughs> like it would have a lot of potential interesting titles already. And you know, the scary thing is that you know, we had to go to Ohio to get them. Why they couldn't just ship oh, them, man. I don't know. It, yeah. And by the way, let me tell you something. I guess this is what's been going on lately. When I was dragged into going, because I didn't want to go, I was told it would be fun. And let me tell you something. It wasn't. Yeah, you had to go to the Florida of the Midwest. Exactly. You went to Ohio in this very hillbilly land, which I guess explains why they might, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now that that sounds too much like Huck, but uh, yeah, Huck, Huck doesn't go for that. But uh, um, it's it's almost like the Waltons or something. They must have had incest on the Waltons, right? I must have, must have. I mean, if Game of Thrones can do it, I'm surprised mm. that uh, the Waltons is the Waltons didn't. Where is I going? Oh yeah, so I had to go Ohio and get them. And basically, the whole basically my whole weekend was in a car. And they were like, do you, do you want to hold them? And I was like, no, I don't want to hold them. I don't even know them. <laughs> and we got them from the Amish, so they weren't used to cars. So every few minutes, constantly getting car sick. And I was just like, this is this is my low point of life right now. You drove in a car with some Amish people? No, we, we or, went to the Amish's oh, house, the and then we brought them back. The, so wait, are you, you're saying the dogs were car sick? Or, yeah, the dogs were. Oh, okay. No, that'd be even worse. Like the Amish people were in there and just like, uh, oh, I've never ridden in Ford's mon- Ford's monstrosity. Yeah, I think we may get a little sick. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I get it now. The dogs had never been in a car before. The dogs never been in a car before, and it was horrible. Wow, two of them little yappers. Then what a what a life. Yeah, what it's. Yeah, some days I do think of leaving that door. (laughs) (laughs) Give him the old go the way of Fluffy. (laughs) Yes. But um, there there we go. So, yeah. I don't even know how we got. Oh, right. Spay and neuter your pets. Do it. Yeah. Because once it happens, it will definitely be a sigh of relief. Yeah. Because no need for like... um, no need to have to get that other procedure, which I don't even know if you'll have to like go online or something. Yeah. I don't know, where where a, would you go for that? I'll have to but, find uh, an alley. I don't know. Yes. So uh there we go. I guess what, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of been what's been going on with you. I was thinking of uh <clears throat> trying to rack my brain for like uh you know, we talked about things in Christmas past uh, for yes. the Christmas special, and I was trying to think of things for uh, New Year's past. And I've had a lot of uh, most of my New Year's celebrations have been uh, rather uneventful, not much of a partier, and uh, definitely at least the last, geez, almost 10 years of like most <laughs> recent years. I have stayed home and watched things with one or two people max. Um, so not a lot of uh, super exciting uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's stories. Um, but my tradition lately, inspired by the thing you always see on the Internet of people trying to line up Star Wars at the right time, Oh, I love those. Blow up. Death Star Um, blowing up. I've been trying to find new interesting ones like that most years. Um, I did do Star Wars once. I did. I like the Avengers Infinity War one I've heard about. Uh, Would it be the snap? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, But I did. I also did uh, the year after the Star Wars, trying the Star Wars one for the first time. I did a marathon i watched the entire lord of the rings trilogy extended editions on new year's eve full on then and i tried to time it like the whole thing so that it would be um 
I mean, all that really mattered was starting the last movie on time because you could just kind of casually wait between movies. So there was a little intermission between two and three. And then I tried to start three at the same time. And there were a couple times where it was getting towards the end and I realized it wasn't even close. So I would kind (laughs) of reset it. And it ended up being like it was the scene was happening at that time. Oh, the scene is the ring hitting the lava at that exact moment. It, uh, <clears throat> so um then I actually did into the Spider-Verse. Um what would which, be the lineup for Spider-Verse? Um I honestly what I remember is just kind of last minute going like I just feel like watching if I were to want to oh. watch a movie right now I just feel like watching Spider-Verse and I quickly tried to decide and I think it was just isn't there like an explosion or something in the in the climax uh there's a lot King, Kingpin there's like a moment you could have done like where Miles zaps Kingpin and he goes, "Hey," <laughs> and that's how you start the new year. Yeah, it could have been that actually. That you know what I, the most depressing yeah. thing would have been? Um, the the scene it, where um, <clears throat> right at midnight, like you have the Chris Pine Peter Parker talking to Kingpin about how. Um, his family is gone, and then right at midnight, you see Kingpin just smash him and kill him. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't be um uh that would be depressing. Yeah, I was I I did think it was funny to think of really depressing ones for people who've seen uh like the movie Midsummer that the very end there's a very insidious uh kind of like a very creepy moment where someone smiles and I thought of that. And if anyone's seen the movie Hereditary I thought of a really funny moment in that, that only people who it, it's a spoiler, but, uh, I, so I, it'd be funny to watch like a really sad or dark one at some point. <laughs> uh, w- one year I did, uh, the Eric Andre show has a new year's Eve special where they actually count down in it. Oh. And that's a ridiculous, really funny, uh, special that's supposed to be kind of parodying like um uh public access tv things uh so that was good i i'm it's weird i'm having trouble remembering last year's which is (laughs) the most recent one but i'm pretty sure that i must have been partying too hard yeah (laughs) i must have had too many uh Zero sugar ginger ales. Huh. It's all a blur. Yes. But I'm struggling currently to think of what this year would be. Um, uh, just trying to uh, to think of some, some fun ideas. Um, I was trying to think if there are any, like, go a different direction, if there are any shows I watch that have an episode that has something surrounding New Year's. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, most shows because that's when they go on like their their high yeah. They'll do Christmas instead of New Year's. Yeah, I I can't really think of any that actually do anything to do with New Year. That's why there's um, four Charlie Brown Christmases, but only one Charlie Brown New Year's. That's right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I should just look at some of my favorite movies that have been released in the last few years and see if that kind of sparks anything but uh yeah like one of my favorite movies of last year 
Eh, not cool there. But you know what? I just thought I don't know if anyone's ever done this, but you know what could be a cool movie one to do would be the first Avengers. And at midnight, you it's the scene where Hulk smashes Loki all around. Oh, yeah. That could be a cool <laughs> way to bring in the new year. That would Have be good. a rockin' 2024. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yes. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have any new year's traditions or if you yeah oh yeah you uh you watch a very boring ball drop don't you yeah i am it's not by choice it's mm-hmm. just i am every new year's i am constantly found in places where i'm forced to watch that boring show which i can i don't care if it's a hot take i'll say it i 100 believe in this it hasn't even been created yet i 100 believe that this episode will be better than that boring show you know why? Because we have comedy, darn it! Yeah, I mean, that's where right. Where else are you going to... What other show will talk about puppy abortions? I know. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, by the way, uh, at the end of this episode, you might hear a little bit of our holiday party, so you could line this episode up in time to start at exactly... or to, to hear the countdown and hit midnight with us. Oh, Yes. That's right. You don't just get to listen to to us. You do experience the end of 2023. That's right. So, so that's right. Was it a rough year for you? Sure. But this way you get to go out rock bottom. And isn't yeah. that how you want to end the worst year yeah. of your life? That way you're absolutely, so. you're as low as you can get. So that way there's nowhere to go but up. And you're kind exactly. of like, you're kind of like a, a, a sponge that has been compressed to its absolute <laughs> bottom. And then... At the beginning, midnight, January 1st, you just kind of let go and you slowly watch it just kind of crinkle back up yes. to full size. It's like one of those, yeah, one of those like snakes and like the peanut uh <clears throat> the peanut jar things. Expand, oh yeah. Like just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a lot of, I get a lot of life lessons from uh children's uh knickknack toys like, you know, shot gum packs, whoopee cushions. So I guess we should get back on track with New Year's. That's right. So, now we did our What's Been Going On Lately, which went on longer than I thought. So, of course, it's time to move on to where we learn about our history. Not our history, but the world's history. Which is our history. one day we'll get to Galaxy's history. Yeah, hopefully. Yes. And now I believe it's time to learn about what happened on this day. On this day... On this day. That's right. Now, I do believe... Did you say you had, like, something prepared? I have a few. Um, um, Yeah, I have have a few. Um, This first one, here's something that happened on this day. I have a feeling looking at, like, things that... I I went for... um, January first. Okay. Um, I went for on this day past January first, and I had a feeling that maybe a lot of them when I was looking had to do with like things going into effect starting January first, <laughs> like laws or different like standards of things. Because uh, this is one uh, January first, nineteen seventy one. 
I I found this one and I brought it up because I kind of felt like this may have been like uh, basically 9-11 for Uncle Al and Aunt Ash, or specifically uh, Aunt Ash, because in 1971, America banned all advertisements on of cigarettes on TV and radio, January 1st, 1971. Oh, boy. It was like... um. I know Aunt Ash, she must have been upset. Like, um, how how old would she have been in nineteen seventy one? Like maybe like Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old she is. I mean, I guess it she, wasn't polite to ask, but she probably yeah, yeah like, like fourteen um, or something. Well, I, I guess I pictured her even older. I was gonna say in her thirties. Yeah. But um she'd be in her eighties by now then. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I guess I imagine she was in her seventies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, right. so yeah, seventy-one. Yeah, maybe your twenties. Yeah. So, um, there's maybe a moment where she found out that she would no longer be able to see her first celebrity crush, Joe Camel, on the TV, and she was in tears. Be like, no, I love him. I'm never gonna see him again. How can I go on with life? And they're going to be like, Ash, it's okay. You know, Joe Camel's not real. He was real to me. Now I know how the Beatles fans, <laughs> and they killed him. Now I know how Beatles fans feel when John Lennon was shot. Because that's what I'm going to Yeah, right I feel like Joe Camel was shot right in front of me. <laughs> who um, was it? Was it that son of a bitch, David Chapman? If he killed another one, send him in the chair. Just give him the chair. Yeah, I also feel like um like before that, like as she was uh uh just hanging out January first, kind of watching TV, that um she was like, Hi, uh yeah, how many times have I gone to pick up cigarettes today? Was it two or three or, or was it my usual four? Um because I think I only went I think I only went three times. I usually would have gone four times by now. What why didn't you remind me? Why didn't the show remind me? What's happening? Why are they? She starts panicking because she's like, where's my cigarettes? I need my cigarettes. No one told me to get them. You know, they have like life alert for when you fall. Where's the life alert for when you need to have a smoke? She's constantly yeah. panicking. I have both the TV and the radio on at all times so I can hear the ads and remember to go pick them up. <laughs> my lungs... Is it normal to breathe this much? I don't. I don't like it. I, they're filling up so much. Who oh, no. <laughs> knows? So she needed that Joe Camel, and what? But luckily, one day she did find love again. Well, love is kind of a loose term with these two, but she did find love again with Uncle Al. But you know, every time. That um, that they get into a fight. He's like that one who 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 will always bring up. Maybe you should have stayed with your deceased husband. Oh, Al, can't you jab your lazy butt once in a while? You know what? Why'd you marry me? Maybe you just stay with Joe Camel. All right, he's dead. Oh, oh God, <laughs> how could you bring that up? You know that's a sore subject, Al. How dare yeah. you? How dare you bring up the love of my life? 
I think actually that's about the time they, uh, you know, fell for each other because, uh, you know, their first dates, they would be sitting on the couch, TV and radio playing (laughs) and there wouldn't be cigarette ads, but there would be like, you know, like a Budweiser ad or something. And and Uncle Al would be like, ah, got to pick up some more beer. And then she's like, oh, thanks for reminding me. I need to pick up more cigarettes. Yes. And you know what? You know, sometimes back when he was trying to impress her, which... A, he doesn't give that much effort, and B, it doesn't take much to oppress Aunt Ash. But they would sometimes watch the watch Animal Planet about like stuff with camels. It would just take her back to when she would yeah. see Joe Camel. Yeah, when he's uh, when he's uh, when one Uncle Al is drunk, he really likes to watch nature documentaries. <laughs> yeah, that's his hey, thing. Look at that lion going after that zebra. Oh boy, that's a nice clean kill right there. Oh Mr. man! Whiskers is watching all disturbed. Like this is what happens in the real world. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's watching. Uncle Al's like, Ugh. "Hey, Ash, have you heard of this thing called a tardigrade? It's apparently one of the smallest microorganisms in the world that could survive in space." <laughs> Damn, that's interesting. <laughs> one, one thing that Uncle Al. Oh boy, do we want to reveal this about Uncle Al? <laughs> Is that like sometimes um he'll watch like the nature documentaries and Ash will walk in and it'll be like, This is how these two lions mate. And then like come Ash will be like, Al, what are you watching? And um <laughs> Al will be like, oh, well, you didn't pay the internet bill, so I didn't get my porn. So this is all I got. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tell me something, Ash. Okay, is it isn't that just a little hot right there on the screen? Let's go at it. I know I'm Ash. drunk, but any I know I'm drunk, but anyone can see. That's beautiful. I mean, I'm not saying it's I'm fetishizing it. I'm just saying you gotta admit, and then we'll. She'll be like, Al, are you crying? No, it's just they're cuddling now. It's so beautiful. <laughs> what can I love? <laughs> I'm, I'm right here, you fat idiot. Oh, just go away, smoke your cigarettes. God, take your stupid cat with you. <laughs> the scary thing is, Mr. Whiskers is so into it, yeah. he's just drooling and everything. Yeah, seeing those those big cats. <laughs> big cats go at it. Yeah. And that was when Mr. Whiskers was, yeah, only uh, a, a young cat. Yes. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, Aunt Ash may have lost her cigarette commercials, which were not only just reminders of when she needed to buy those cigarettes, but also when she could have smoked. Yeah, but we do know that one day she found love again. Well, that's true. Kind of was like can't leave him, but still stuck with him. And in a way, isn't that the kind of the best love love of all? Because you're not totally alone, but you still hope that one day you'll find something better. Love is that there's enough routine to be like that guy's there. (laughs) Yes. Um. 
And, uh, you know, I actually didn't um, make the dot connect until right now that these on this days actually kind of flow into each other. But actually, oh boy. January 1st is also National Hangover Day, <laughs> um, which is the day we celebrate hangovers, uh, probably true. because of New Year's celebrations the night before. And but who's going to be partying the most this two years will be well, oh, wow. Well, he does really like to party, but here's the thing, though. He has never been hungover before. <laughs> yeah, he's totally desensitized to it now. Yeah, so um, he would be like a National Hangover Day, more like National Drinking Day. <laughs> yeah. Every day is January 1st. <laughs> or every day is <laughs> New Year's Eve. Every day is New Year's Eve. Every day is St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it would be um so he'll like walk around the city or the trailer park uh on january 1st and see all these drunk people and just like look at these weak livered fools yeah uh, <laughs> gotta have a man's liver like me he goes into a, a diner and he sees like three people sitting up there with like coffee and a bunch of like greasy like eggs and bacon and they're like oh he's like <laughs> what's all this uh Diane, I'll have my usual. All right. Uh, three beers. <laughs> Just three beers for breakfast. And get the pancakes, but smother them with beer. No syrup for me. That's my syrup is the foam. Yeah, cook with some alcohol. <clears throat> I, w- I would love to see his um, uh, blood work or like uh, like uh, a, an MRI or whatever he has to do. And they're just, they're like, what? I can't believe I'm saying this, but... um. Your liver is that of a that your liver is that of an eighteen year old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now we did a, a God help me, I don't know how this how it's possible, but you seem to have more beer in your system than you do blood. I, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I mean, when you went to go donate some blood, with um, why, why'd you do it? Oh, they gave me a coupon for some beer. Well, um, <laughs> we, we got more beer out of you than we did blood and it's kind of making the patients i mean they're all a little happy but yet some of them are kind of angry drunks oh well (laughs) gotta spread the wealth you know they say you are what you drink and i'm beer (laughs) yeah and i can't it's not like i can re-drink it actually that gives me an idea (laughs) ash what would you think selling the beer for my blood I mean, we can make a quick business and everything. <laughs> now, I think that's some health code violations. Oh, my God. The smoker's going to tell me about what the <laughs> health code's going to say. Oh, boy. This should be interesting. Al, you are such a jerk. <laughs> well, well, I'm a happy jerk when I got my beer. <laughs> yeah, that and that that is Al happy. That is what it's like yes. when he's happy. He's an angry sober. Which, of course, he hasn't been since he's been, you know, about 11. The only, only time he's ever happy is when he's, was when he's angry. He yeah. loves he loves anger. Mm-hmm. It fuels him, but not as much as beer, but... Yeah. <laughs> the doctor's also like, you, have, you also have impeccable blood pressure. It's like you've never felt stress a day in your life. <laughs> yeah, he's, um... Well, Doc, um, uh, six pack of beers every hour will do that to you. You know what? If I were you, you got a high stressful job. Why don't you just open up a cane before that open heart surgery and take a nice big old swig? Uh, you know, I I think I'd like that, Uncle Al. He comes in to do open heart surgery. 
Hey, guys, we're going to have some fun. Uh, doctor, are you okay? Don't call me doctor, okay? My name is D.R. Period. Okay? <laughs> Hand me a scalpel, nurse. We're going to cut him open and see what's inside. It's no different than giving dinner. That's right. And it's only an octuple bypass. Of course, the doctor will be the one to go to prison once the patient dies. But Uncle Al, he's in the clear. Yeah. He was just, you know, that was the doctor. Uncle Al, he's the party guy. Not too hard, you know, because partying for him is kind of mostly sitting sitting down and drinking. But Mm. yep, yep. I've even heard that if he he goes out, which you know he might be at the holiday, we'll see. We we, we got a maybe RSP for him for RSVP yes. for the holiday party, but his only question, and this is all I've heard back, is can I bring my chair? Oh, exactly, nice folding chair. <clears throat> yeah, from like the eighties. So there's du- it's duct taped and everything, but yeah, he still holds on to it. That's right. Um, well, that's a couple <laughs> Maybe of Maybe he has it like in his, like his dream is to have one of those like inflatable chairs, but filled with beer. Like, you know how the oh, water yeah. beds? Yeah. Just like, like a beer water bed. And like, in like the thing that the cap thing that you blow into, he has a straw. So he oh, yeah. can drink the whole chair. And then once it's fully just like deflates, he's like, oh, guess it's time to get some more beer. Yeah. That's his reminder. He found a way to be to remember yeah. of what he needs to go to the store to pick stuff yeah, up. Yeah, he needs I'm a reminder. Like, Ash. And to be fair, if he stops drinking it, he might die. So <laughs> Exactly. He needs to constantly flow yeah. through his system. Yeah. Uh, he has like EpiPens full of beer. Yeah. All, right, all right. Everyone calls for a special situation. There's Budweiser and there's Miller. Oh, God, where's Samuel Adams? I need my Samuel Adams right now. Yeah, he's going to the store and is, there's a little traffic, so it's like, oh, man, did is that, tw- is that 22 minutes? <laughs> oh, I knew I should have brought one in the car with me and just hit it from the cops. Oh, man, I got to get in there. And he <laughs> uses the EpiPen of beer. Oh, yes. I think if he explains what to the cop what he needs, the cop will not only understand, he'll escort him there. Yeah. Like Kind of like when someone is, needs to go to the hospital to have a baby. Yeah, he's like, dear God. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, that's uh, always good to hear from them. Do you have any on this days? Well, I do believe so. So what do we have? Well, on this day in the year 193, so not that okay. long ago, but still a bit of ways. In the scheme of the universe, not that long ago. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was only like, what, 1,800 years before we were born, so... Give or take a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. The Senate chooses Pertinax against his will to succeed Commodus as Roman Emperor. So, the Senate? This almost sounds like the prequels or something. Like, yeah. oh, the Senate yeah. must, you know, tax federation mm-hmm. and all that. This dude has been chosen against his will to be the emperor. Oh no. Rome. And I think in a way that's probably what led to its collapse. Yeah, this uh, they they forced the most incompetent person to be the leader of Rome. <laughs> and like people would just you know, kind of like when they announce a new pope, 
or um, the prince and princess have a new baby they want to show off. People wanted to go see the new emperor, and like the the Roman guards are dragging him by his feet, be like, "No, I don't want to be emperor. I just want to be a normal citizen." <laughs> Don't you remember what happened to Julius Caesar? Okay, I don't want to get stabbed in the back. I can't deal with that kind of pressure. Yeah, I just can't deal with any pressure. <laughs> They'll be like, sir, um, we're having some trouble with Greece. What do we do? Uh, okay, okay, let me think, let me think, let me think. I am so stressed out all the time, guys. Where's my squishy ball? Um, <laughs> um, well, what is it? They, they, they don't want to trade their cows for our for our horses. Okay. Uh what do we do? Do we do do we uh, cut off the funny? No, we'll go to war. We are gonna go to war. Uh, are you are you sure <laughs> that's such a good idea? It really I don't know what I'm doing, guys. Just, just send you know what? Um, sir, I'm I'm sure a strongly worded letter would <laughs> get your point across. Oh, uh screw, just go to war. Go to war. We we gotta yeah. go. Just stop. Yeah. And after like a week he's like, you know what? Let's okay. Let's just let's Let's just have a tourist destination. Let's shut this thing down. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, guys, hey, guys, you want to come to Rome? Well, we're having a going out of business sale. Yeah. Want to see our great pillars? Two yeah. for, for three <laughs> coins. See, I was going to say pillars. Yeah. Yes. You want to uh, you want to sit on the throne? Hey, have at it because I am out of here. Yeah. They, they, must go, go, go. The art and sculptures. We can't. We're not going to pay to move it, but you can look at it. Exactly. Um, what else do they have in Rome? They say Rome wasn't built in a day, but but for nine ninety nine, you can build your own with some of actual authentic Roman products. That's right, guys. Everything must go. We're going crazy with sales for New Year's. <laughs> crazy New Year's sales. Plus, chariots used by soldiers? You got it. Why These prices are collapsing. <laughs> exactly. Um, by the way, does little Timmy want to be a soldier one day? Well, for um, for both mom and dad, they can give him his own sword. That's right. Doesn't little Timmy look adorable holding those swords? Yeah. <laughs> one day he'll perform that magic trick where he swallows swords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm uh, bad at riffing on this because you know that uh, thing. I guess I don't know meme or thing that people are saying that, like that men think about the Roman Empire once a day or whatever. Have you heard of that thing? <laughs> I have not, but now I'm interested. It's basically this joke that people uh, people have been saying on the internet that uh, it was like uh, men think about the Roman Empire at least once a day. Like that's what men think about as a joke. <laughs> And every time I hear it, I'm like, I've never thought of the Roman Empire ever. This right I don't now care the about that part time, of history. Probably in like 10 years, I've ever thought of the Roman Empire. I, yeah, I, I've always found uh, like that kind of era of history to be kind of the most boring. I don't care about the, the gods and the, the lore and the Ro- Roman and Greek mythology. I just, I don't, I don't care um hey, look if you don't have shoes or god forbid socks your time means nothing to me yes that's basically how we gotta look at life you know what i can i can pass on having shoelaces you know you, you gotta have those buckles sure but if you're all going around in sandals i don't care you were insignificant 
you were before our time. You're basically a dinosaur. Who cares? Yeah, and even though it's it's very adjacent to like Greece in many ways, the only ancient history that I care about is um, ancient Egypt because pyramids are cool, uh, or like Possibly ancient built by the aliens. Well, yeah, or as it, yeah, <laughs> to some, <laughs> um, or like an ancient Mesopotamia. I guess also had pyramids basically or mesoamerica pyramids if you build a structure that gets smaller towards the top i probably think it's interesting to learn about your civilization yes um <laughs> you know not to go off track but you know sometimes you you hear talk people talk about the seven wonders of the world like you gotta yeah. go visit the pyramids i'm just like no, do I really want to go kind of in the middle of nowhere just to look at it? When the, I have a thing called Google Images. Yeah, I actually think it's kind of not in the middle of nowhere. I feel like I've seen pictures before where it's like if you move the cam, like if you were to move like the camera view or whatever a little over, it's like there's a street and you see a city over there. Oh, okay. It's not like you will go to the desert and four day for four days you will kind of just be going through like the wind constantly blowing sand in your face and you might die but at least you'll be able to see the pyramids for a few moments before you have yeah. to go through that journey back home again yeah um i can't confirm that for sure but uh i can at least see some pictures where um, if the camera is zoomed out and facing a different direction you can see the pyramids and a big city in the same view. Oh, okay. Well, at least they modernized. Maybe like, uh, maybe one day, not to like be like, oh, we got to change the pyramids, but, you know, maybe they could do like a Chuck E. Cheese type thing in the pyramids, you know? Yeah. Like, um, hey, guys, um, it's me, King Tut. Who's ready for kind of like he breaks out into song like uh, yeah. who's ready for another fun filled public domain song that our group can sing? There's oh, an there interesting picture back back there. <laughs> oh, can... so, yeah, you're not totally on your own. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I do not think about the Roman Empire typically. Um I mean, and clearly, we've spent a little bit more time talking about the Egyptian empire. Yes, yeah, much more interesting. Hi, I, I, everything's like gold and yellow looking hieroglyphics. Weren't there like some kind of like statue where it's like the body of a cat with the face of a pharaoh? Well, yeah, their their gods are much cooler too. So you got like oh, so um, those are gods. It's not just like symbolism. Some some of them are. So like uh, Anubis is like the god of death and is usually depicted as having like the head of a jackal, but like a human body. Or there's one that's sort of a feline kind of thing. There's there's one that is sort of a bird man. So I mean that's that's nice, man. That's that's some good stuff. I like that. It, you know, whenever I see like a photo of like, <clears throat> it looks like like a pharaoh, but he has like the body of a cat. I'm just like, oh well, uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah. There's also like the Sphinx. Um, oh, there's moments I'm just like, man, so much effort for something that doesn't even look like a real person. It's well, that's symbols. That's, it's art. That's why it's cool. Like, yes. come on. I mean, David that just looks like a guy. <laughs> exactly gonna... a naked guy yeah too. i mean that dude would be arrested just like that nowadays yeah this like traditionalist like european like like 
objective beauty, making everything look exactly like it would ideally. Give something a bird head and then call me in the morning. Yes, you know who's perfect to give um, their view on having this Egyptian art that doesn't really look realistic is our old friend, the starving artist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, It's beautiful. Look at all that work to make something look like, um, to make it look like it's not real, you know? My, you know, whenever I do paintings of someone, I like to draw stick figures because it still gives the impression that there is a person, but yet it also challenges the soul of like, aren't we all just stick figures inside? Yes, it's abstract, you know? It it makes you think that the core of a person is thinly veiled. Yes. There's no meat and bones. Only the soul. Yes. It doesn't help that I'm constantly running out of paint, and that's all I can afford <laughs> is just the little stick figures. And sometimes <clears throat> I can only give them one eye, but yet, in a way, don't we all, all we need is one eye? I mean, depth perception? Overrated. That's why all of my... Uh, pieces of art are in 2D. That's right. You know, one day, you know, a few years ago, I was asked to paint the portrait of Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton, not by anyone official at the White House, but just by a school. And what did I do? I gave him my masterpiece. I called it the Clinton Cyclops because all I could afford was to give him the one eye. And yet... <laughs> I think it was pretty memorable. The children were frightened of it. Uh, the staff at the school was offended, but I stood by my art because I believe it was beautiful. The Cyclops Clinton. <laughs> yes, that's much better than like a wax figure that looks exactly like Clinton. Yes. I don't want to start a fight. Although if I did, it would get me some more attention and some more followers on Instagram. So maybe I can get some ad revenue and some money. But yeah. uh, Madame Tussaud is an untalented hack. Anyone <laughs> can make someone look like something. But I go into the soul and try to give you something that not that not even a photograph can capture. Some may call it bad art, but I just call it expressionism. <laughs> I, I can't remember if the starving artist and Christopher the unemployed actor have ever spoken. I don't remember. <laughs> they seem like they would be buddies. I know. Like it <laughs> seems like Christopher the actor would try and like put together some kind of show and have the starving artist do the background work. Yes. Which ends up just being like um kind of like a children's drawing where there's a house that's just a square with a triangle on top yes. and some clouds. Then there's the sun. It has a smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Christopher, the actor, walks out and he's like, all right, now we should perform Macbeth. The tragic death scene awaits. But, and he's like performing this whole monologue of, uh, no, wait, I guess it's Hamlet's the one where the parents die. Father, you are dead in front of me. But yet, I look up and I see your smiling face in the sun. <laughs> and so I know you are constantly watching over me. Oh, Father, because I know that the Lion King was a ripoff of Hamlet. I know that this is the great circle of life and you have taken your place in the pride land in the sky. Yes. I will take my place in the circle of life. 
Yes, and this cloud represents what hangs over me in your absence. <laughs> yes, Father. Oh, I know that when it rains, that you are disappointed in me. But I'm disappointed in myself when it rains. And when it snows, I know that it means that you're not really paying attention. Because you wouldn't let your precious baby boy die in the frozen tundra. So maybe they <laughs> should put our show together. They really should. I should. We should hook them up. Maybe uh, maybe at tonight's holiday party or end yes, New, New Year's party. We could have uh, introduce them. Mm-hmm. Have their people call. Uh, have Christopher's people call the un- ha- the starving artists people. Oh, they don't really have people. It's just themselves. But they pretend they have people. That's how <laughs> they get the little ego boost. That's right. Um, well, it, it, we're still waiting on that later tonight. Uh, excited yes. for it. But do, do you have any other on this days? Um, oh, you know, I do have a little New Year's thing. All right. In ancient Persia, eggs were given out as gifts on New Year's Day. <clears throat> so bad, bad gift. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> really, really bad gift. It's like it's a, a, every year, like a child. It's my New Year's egg. Is it gonna be a? Is it gonna be a, a bird this time? <laughs> is it a duck? <laughs> oh God, I hope it's not an alligator. Yeah, shaking the it, egg. Yes. Yeah. It's like um, maybe there's a chicken inside. Like, hey, I'm tired of sleeping here. Yeah. And then um, although it could almost be like Halloween too, like uh. Maybe like the tradition is if like you weren't invited to a party, you go egg someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> Although if you if you really wanted to time it just right, you throw the egg and then like the chicken or bird or whatever would like break out just in time to like fly over and attack the people. Yeah. Or if Huck was around in that time, he'd have to do it perfectly. Where he'd be like, um, here, wait, you ready for a big surprise? He throws the egg and then the bird, um, explodes from the not explodes, but breaks out of the egg and then it just like lands its first poops all over the person's yeah. house. Yeah, wait, wait. Man, that's a good way to start the new year. Wait. He loves uh, bird poop related things, he actually, um. Uh, probably in this town would be the one to oversee the collecting of eggs. Kind of like every time that one of the chickens plops one out, he's just hang on, wait. It's like a brown white poop. <laughs> yeah, maybe Huck thinks that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> he thinks poop. he's he thinks he's handing out little turds. <laughs> yeah, he he's just like there. There you go. Make sure don't flush it too soon. You lose that sweet smell. What? This chicken got a lot of fiber. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> he'll he'll be harder than my poops, but still, man, that's a na- that's the wonders of nature. Wait. Yeah, only a little bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this doesn't cause any hemorrhoids for the chickens. <laughs> man, those dip some hard poops. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I guess uh, we learned in ancient Persia, not only were eggs given out as gifts, where (laughs) for the little kids, they would keep them as pets. 
whether it was yeah. a bird or an alligator, for the teenagers, they were used to vandalize people's homes. Yeah. And for, I guess, Huck's ancestors, because he's you got to have some ancestors going back to ancient times. Um, it was it. He thought of it as handing out poops. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Sometimes when he ran out of eggs, he go to his own supply and that's right. You. Yeah, he's same thing. <laughs> you, you know, uh, when passing it's the, personal last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when uh, the kids getting them, uh, uh, when the eggs are handed out door to door, could actually almost treat it like a tr- like trading cards, like opening a pack, like like they come to school the next day and it's like. I got a chicken. I got uh, I I got an iguana. Um, if they if they crack the eggs just right, they could like be. It could almost be like a Pokemon battle. I yeah, choose you, exactly. chicken. I choose you, alligator. Then the fight is over, and then it's kind of like when we were younger. How like Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah. were banned from school? Yeah, our children no more egg playing in class because we had too many tragedies. Yeah, you know, I actually did like um sort of uh like have a, there was a time I like covertly played a game of Yu-Gi-Oh in like a really? it's hidden do you remember at our elementary school <laughs> you almost are just like, you describe it like you're going to an alley <laughs> we did <laughs> you because i was gonna say do you remember at our in the playgrounds uh in, in our elementary school there was a section of the building that was kind of this little alley yeah <laughs> you remember the little alley yeah i think i think people started kind of getting in trouble for going back in that little alley <laughs> but it was a very small little alley that was just kind of like almost like a little cubby like yeah. it, it didn't go anywhere. There was something that probably the janitor used in there. I don't know, but I remember sitting in there with someone playing Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, and you were constantly on the lookout, like, "Oh God, is anyone's yeah. possible? Anyone's possible?" All right, guys, up against the wall quickly before before we get those pink slips. And I also think after that, they had given me a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards to keep, and just to be nice and i remember like <laughs> hiding them in a drawer because for some reason i had internalized that they were evil in some way you know <clears throat> there, there was that one time in elementary school they brought in the dogs uh, to <laughs> sniff out for drugs and the teacher was just like tyler are you okay and you're sweating you're like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> check his locker now <laughs> you're just like hey um <laughs> you were just like, hey, you know that stuff they teach you about unreasonable search and siege in the Constitution? Can you teach us that real quick? <laughs> I need to know my rights because they can't search this. I'm going to be so screwed. <laughs> if it's a fight they want, it's a fight they're going to get. <laughs> I'm not giving up my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. I'm not going down without a fight. Exactly. <laughs> 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 and uh <laughs> and then when once they find them and they they take you away and you're like handcuffed and everything the the all the other Yu-Gi-Oh players will uh look at you just like uh look at that he's he's giving up his freedom for the game and you look at them like don't worry i'll be back one day yeah. i'm gonna do it again <laughs> My my parents are like, what 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 are you what are you arresting him for? What's going on? And the cop <laughs> arresting me is like, ma'am, 
I'm sorry to say, but your son had a scythe of the sky dragon in the cubby and uh, at the top of his locker. I've I've been in the force for 30 years, and this is the first time I vomited profusely after seeing that scene of that crime. <laughs> they take you to the interrogation room. Now we know they're your cards, and we we dust it for prints and everything. Just confess, and you're like, "I, you are taking me down for this copper. I, I will. I have rights, and I know it." Oh man, I just this brought something. Um, I I know that this isn't the show where we have rabbit holes, but I <laughs> this is a story I, I can't believe I haven't. I don't think brought up, which it. I don't know if I brought it up on any of our shows, which is the time I got asked to go to the principal's office because the in high school, in I think ninth grade, if you remember in gym, one of the, it wasn't even our gym teacher, but the other gym teacher was like hyper vigilant about catching people doing drugs. And <laughs> I don't think you told this. Uh, well, basically what happened is... <clears throat> I would always change my clothes before and after gym. In this case, it was after gym in the showers further back away oh, from too. everybody. Yeah. And no, no free peeping, peeping show from anyone. And this has always been so like, it was a little traumatizing because it, the, <laughs> the, the, the gym teacher was just so off base to do this. Uh, but I felt like I had done something wrong, but Apparently, one time he went into that shower area and smelled marijuana. And then he, so this, it was a totally different time. And so then me and this other guy are changing, and the gym teacher comes in and is like, I caught him. Both of you go to the principal's office. And I, I was just like, I was looking like, what? And, uh, then, uh, yeah, I went to the principal's office and waited like, for a guys, while. I didn't use up all the hot water. It wasn't me, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry if that threw yeah. off your routine for the football team. And then, uh, the the I guess it was actually the vice principal checked through both of our backpacks and like looked like in our socks and like checked <laughs> us. And um, uh, I didn't get the sense that the vice principal was like like he kind of knew who I was and he was like I just got to do this. Oh yeah, because for a little backstory, in middle school, in ninth grade, oh, yeah. the principal and vice principal followed us. Yes, that's from right. From middle school to high school, so they'd already yeah. known us. For yeah, he 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 had known us me for like almost four years at that point, where the gym teacher was was new. Uh, and apparently extremely paranoid. He seems oh, so he, confident. Do you remember? We were told by our, our gym teacher he hated freshmen. He thought yeah. we were just like these drug-ridden, like, sex-craved thugs who yeah. just came in and were, like, the reason that, like, everything bad happened in the world. Yeah. Um. Uh. But he he was so confident, and then yeah, the vice vice principal like checked both of us. But the thing I just remember from it is him looking through my backpack and just being like, "You gotta clean this, man!" <laughs> like it was so filthy, but not for any like bad reason. There were no drugs, of course. Look, you may not be a drug addict, <laughs> but you may be bordering on being a hoarder. I yeah. don't know. You might want to like. Talk to the guidance counselor about some help. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are like broken up pencils, like, like pieces of graphite, and like maybe crumbs 
and just like <laughs> random slips of paper. Uh, and he had to, I had to sit there and watch him go through the whole thing. And it was like uh, the most anxious I'd ever been in my life. And then he was just like, all right, both of you free to go. Um, and I went back to English class, which I think you were in that English or language arts class. And so I came in late that day. Um, but, um, as I was walking out of the, the vice principal's office and he had checked us, both of us were walking, both of us happened to be in the same next class. And, um, I remember us walking by and he was kind of, the gym teacher's kind of staying there, his arms crossed, (laughs) like proud. And then there was like another teacher down the hall and, uh, the gym teacher turned and he started walking that way and he's like I got him <laughs> he, he like shouted that down the hall he's so proud of himself <laughs> I know he was, and it was funny because we had just walked out with the vice principal being like you clearly this is nothing I'm sorry you had to go I had to check all this just go to class and then we're walking out having done nothing wrong and not getting in trouble at all and the meanwhile he's like yep i got you <laughs> he's just like uh you know what i found the guy who really killed kennedy it yeah. wasn't lee harvey Oswald. <laughs> it was you it was johnny over there yeah so i developed a complex about being framed about various things ever since then so did you ever get an apology or no, I, I don't know that dude? i don't know that he ever would have known I, he might have just gone on on with his life thinking that he did it, he, but that he just he he, 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 he stopped them. the drugs from being in the school. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, me of all people. So, yes. um, I mean, you didn't even have the history of being one of the smarty sniffers. That's right. I didn't yes. sniff any Smarties. Call back <laughs> to like episode that two. Have been like, that should have cleared you right away. There's not a history of this. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Maybe a little backstory. For those of you who don't know, for some reason, in sixth grade, um, people would smash Smarties and snort them like they were Coke. Yeah. And one day they brought the cops in because I guess it was considered like copycat or something. Interesting. <clears throat> That's so, also illegal. But apparently, kids were bored and wanted to pretend <laughs> to be doing drugs. Yes, and um, they—that was like that was one of the most memorable day, memorable days in middle school because we got to sit back and be like, we didn't do anything. We just get to sit back and watch yeah. other people's lives yeah. get ruined. But there were like quite a few people. I want to say at least like a dozen <laughs> people who. Um, like uh i definitely remember being talked to um, yes because i remember watching people do it and being like huh. yeah yeah um wow i mean yeah it's always uh, lo- this is a great show uh format for remembering <laughs> deep yes. down memories from uh our shared uh grade school times. I mean, the most impressive thing was that after they snorted the candy, they didn't, like, sneeze. Just get the, the smarty powder come out yeah. of them. That sounds like the most uncomfortable, <laughs> awful thing ever, to just snort Smarties. It sounds exactly. so painful. And, like, you're not even getting anything out of it. You're just pretending. Yeah. And did, uh, I, again, I think we, we talked about this on an episode before, but I can't remember. Uh, people did 
hand like the principal smarties on gra- walking on graduation, I think right? So today, yeah. anyone give me a smarty? Smarty, no. I was given out. one, but I didn't pass it out. I but you know what it. the thing was? The problem with <clears throat> that little gag was that the principal wasn't involved with us during that time. Yeah. Because in our eighth grade, he got replaced. The mil- the assistant principal got replaced by this guy who became the principal. Yeah. So it was an inside joke that he wasn't involved in. Yeah. It also seemed like maybe a wink and a nod that could be construed to someone who didn't understand is like, we're saying we're smarties. We graduated. Yes. Which I think was sort of like maybe the the surface level point that people who didn't understand would think, but the, the wink and the nod was to the fact that in sixth grade, we were the class that snorted Smarties. Yes. And wow. they never passed them out again after that. Still to this day, they are banned at the school. Do we want to sure, but I like to believe prob- that's our probably legacy. it'd be a legacy to yeah to go on. Uh, I have one more on this day that involves a uh, very uh, like protected substance. Oh boy, I've been I'm excited about this one because in on January first, nineteen sixteen, oh medical researcher Oswald Hope Robertson prefer- performed the first ever blood transfusion using stored and refrigerated blood. And I loved this uh, on this day because it just made the first thing that came to my mind is why did he have stored and refrigerated blood? <laughs> Saving it for a rainy day. That's what happens back in 1916 when no one did background checks. Yeah, because of it- <laughs> Here's this guy who collects like little baggies of stored and refrigerated blood and is just like, I'll put it in your body. <laughs> Everybody like, come uh, down, I'll put it in your body. This is just like like um one day during his interview, they talk about uh, they talk about um so what do you have any hobbies, uh doctor? Oh, I I, I like to store blood. Um <laughs> it's my passion. Oh well, why, why, why do you do that? Oh, I don't know. It could be a rainy day, you know. You never know when you're gonna need some blood, or, or whatever. Um, sometimes you know it's a great ice maker breaker at dinner parties. Yeah, some people <laughs> These go dinner wrong. parties that you're having because I never have them. Oh, uh, I only have the guests once, and then they're uh, they they leave town under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> yeah, but in it's... a way, part of them is with me forever. It's a very exclusive party. I I only invite <laughs> new people, and if you've gone once. You've experienced all you need to experience from it. And you go back yeah. to your life safe and happy. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> so, I mean, what he, he did the first blood transfusion. Yeah. Um, this research, whole thing sounds a little sketchy. Like it was perf- more, it wasn't an official operation. It was more of an experiment in a basement. Yeah, because the, the writing that I got didn't say like who he worked for or what he was involved with. It was just like, this is the person who performed the first ever blood transfusion. So it was, however this happens, someone got hooked up to uh, a tube that put new blood in them. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, uh, he's just <clears throat> like, oh, uh, right now, right now, space in the fridge where I do this blood. Uh, you know, I, um, my brother, I, I think... I think it may be best if we cut our DNA. So maybe if I give him some of this blood, we'll no longer be brothers and we can stop feuding. Yeah. And, so, uh, and uh, that, that, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Giving him new blood will cut the DNA. That's right. 
Uh, and then he does all this, and then someday I imagine uh, doctors are like, so you successfully transferred blood from storage into another person to to restore their their blood that's fascinating we we can use this and years later uh oswald is uh <laughs> being given a nobel peace prize it's like next we have to honor the person who uh contributed to one of the greatest scientific discoveries <laughs> of the 20th century so far that's right blood transfusion please give a speech and here's your honorary award and just, yeah um yeah, I did a, I did a, it was very good. It, it was all very good. Or I mean, it was good. It was a lot of good that I did. Didn't taste, not that it tasted good, but that I just kind of felt that they needed new blood and I kind of wanted to fill them up, you know? I kind of wanted to take it and then fill them up. I wanted to fill them up. You know, um, this metal is nice and everything, but you know what the real war would be? More blood, more blood. Now. It's actually my second favorite metal after iron, which tastes, I like iron a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, the smell of iron really gets me going in the morning i sniff some iron every morning if you know what i mean <laughs> one day you know if i can't uh, you know maybe mother will enjoy seeing me with this metal and he goes home and there's like kind of like in psycho there's like a skeleton with like a dress like, come on <laughs> we did it we did it your blood came in handy for once <laughs> yeah it's uh like <clears throat> it's like 30 year old blood yeah and the the, the thing is <laughs> the thing is is that because oswald was kind of a recluse and maybe didn't have the best safety like maybe he died at like 60 or whatever a bit younger than most but they would after he got the award um they would interview his brother who he did the first blood transfusion on and be like they were like how do you feel huh I feel a bit worse. Uh, it was not the best. It was not the cleanest conditions that this happened in. Dear God, I just wish part of I'm in so much pain and I got constant chills. God help me. I wish I, I wish you would just kill me instead. This is no way to live. And they're just like, oh, you, but you're still alive. That's amazing. This is a really amazing science. You're not just a human anymore. You are now our most valuable science experiment. Just keep holding on. You know what the best part is? You may live forever now. Huh? But I, I got constant chills. Well, the, well, luckily there'll be global warming one day, so <laughs> you'll be fine. Huh? I had to live like this for all time? Not all time. Just until the sun burns out. Then we'll be yeah. good. Although you may be the one person who survives in the vacuum of space because you have this mutated blood in you. <laughs> okay. What a life. Well, I guess it's something. What a life. I have no mouth what and I must life. scream and he's style. He's still around right now. We don't know where. He's in a government lab somewhere, but. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There you go. But yeah, that's the story of Oswald. January, oh, yes. January 1st, 1916. First blood transfusion. Oh, yes. May not have been the cleanest conditions. May not have even had the result he wanted, but still, yeah. it is a success. Yeah, and it's a historic landmark now. It, it, at the time, it was just the spare room. And, you know, oh, yes. visitors wouldn't go in there. He said he's working on something. But oh, yes. the, the spare room is now uh, a, a historic landmark. <clears throat> oh, yes. 
No, th- this just reminded me of um, one of like the creepiest Batman stories ever was this Professor Pig storyline in Batman Arkham Knight. Overall, that game is like one of the creepiest Batman yeah. stories, and I love it for that. Yeah, I cool. just hate the Riddler part. The Riddler parts oh. uh, where he he's unnaturally obsessed with the Batmobile because that's the game where they added it in. Oh, I see. <laughs> but uh, overall, that that I love how creepy that game is because it takes place on Halloween night too. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, where shall we move from here? Well, um. I don't know. Did we want to? Do we almost want to do? A, do we want to do a question? Yeah, if you have a, a good uh, question, it might be good to have something answered. Although we are going to yes. give our answers soon for things we think might happen in twenty twenty four. Oh, yes. but uh, yeah, I'd love to answer a question. Yes. Now I don't know how good these questions are because it's been a while since I've looked. All right. One. All right. Here, here's one. The honestly, these all these questions I found are all kind of the same thing. Hmm. So, it was really hard to find these New Year's questions. All right, you know what? We'll go with one. We'll go with one. This isn't even really a question it's just someone more ranting than anything else well that's fine we can help those people too all right he starts off with f new years i hate this generation man no reason to celebrate this year in my opinion first year of my life and i'm just being truthful but i hope everyone is doing good you know, in retrospect, how are we supposed to respond to that? Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> um, you 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 find out that this person like uh uh, they're actually you know what? Because I was gonna say this person seems like they had a minor inconvenience and that they think that that's representative of <laughs> society as a whole. But I actually kind of wonder if the tone of this might remind me of someone, oh. because you know. I feel like um, someone very gifted and talented. Oh, boy. May come to think of it, I feel like 2023 was kind of the year where I didn't hear a lot about this gifted and talented person. That's true. It's been been a while since we heard from him. And I've been wondering what he's been up to. I mean, sometimes I'll, you know, hear rumors around yes. the studio of like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hear that there was a man out on the freeway um, who, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, was uh, pulled over and was playing a podcast too loudly on the side of the road and it got, you know uh arrested for uh like uh, too much of public noise complaints kind of being in a oh, re- yes. residential area close by and apparently he was raging about um how he felt like uh something was stolen from him or someone ripped him off <laughs> and that someone was taking his glory 
And that's just one example of like a lot of stories I hear about, um, you know, a lot of people going through or maybe all one person going through minor inconveniences and blaming it on other people. So that's true. Um, so uh, what was the uh, they just generally said they had a bad year and they hate this generation, right? Yeah, I hate this generation. No reason to celebrate this year. Worst year of his life. And he's just right. being truthful, but he hopes everyone else has a good day. <laughs> that, okay. That's like that's saving like, face. Yeah. He's being sarcastic. But I hope everyone else has a good day. Like, yeah. Hey, you know what? I hope you do fall asleep before uh, midnight. But I hope you miss the, the ball drop. Interesting. But you know who can stay up real late is someone who's gifted. And talented. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there's one thing I can do, I can stay up late. I'm used to it. Pounded them Red Bulls, everything. Yeah. You know why? Because when I was younger, I would stay up past my bedtime every night. And you Sometimes know I stayed I up. <laughs> Sometimes I would stay up till 5 a.m. and I wasn't even tired. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would fall asleep in the class. And you know what? It didn't matter because I still passed the test. You know what? It doesn't matter. At a sleepover, no one that, you know, they seemed kind of disappointed I was there. But then I was the last one to fall asleep and they didn't even thank me for it. <laughs> they yes. didn't even congratulate me for it. That's true. You know what? When I woke up, they were all gone. Even the homeowners. Yeah. With a sign that said, get out. I mean, what? Shouldn't they be proud of me? I mean, I'm the one who found out they were having a party, even though I didn't even get an invitation. But I still showed up. (laughs) Not with a gift, because if you wanted a gift, then you should have given me an invite. But, uh, you know what? I found it. You want to know why? Because as a detective, I am gifted and talented. <laughs> yeah. I, in 2023, all year, I've been trying to, to, to get better job prospects, apply for production companies so I can rule the, the podcasting <laughs> world. And these absolute demons keep hounding on my resume, which I wrote everything you need in a resume. <laughs> I can stay up late and I'm not even tired. (laughs) I got a 19 on my ACTs, which is at least a little above average, if not average. Yes. I um, always got um, decent remarks from all my teachers who would say that nothing notable happened. Yeah, you know what's bold? You know what's bold at the bottom? I was gifted and talented. So if you don't, so if that doesn't say it all, I don't know what does. That's the that's the that's the title of my cover letter: gifted and talented. And I don't put <laughs> yes. my name on it, but I know that I'm famous. They know this who day. they are. They know yeah. who I am, and they don't. They're just a bunch of freaking idiots. And not one callback. No, I mean, my God, what does it take to get a call back? When you're this gifted and this talented. I mean, I haven't called my my elementary school teacher from 20 years ago. But uh, her lines were disconnected. But you know what? 
it's just say it all right there. And what do they want? What more yeah, do they want from it's, me? It's my only reference is that teacher who called me gifted and talented. Yeah. Hey, you know, that's all you need in this world. This is the one reference. That's right. And you know, what? I'm starting to think I'm starting to think I'm overqualified. Exactly. Because not one of these jobs specified that they're looking for someone gifted and talented, which means they're looking for someone average. They're looking yeah. for someone nondescript. <laughs> Some days, sometimes when he has his like employee evaluation as the manager of Walmart, like the CEO will be like, a, you know, Tyler, you could work on a few things. Do you, do you know who you're talking to? I am perfection. You can't afford me. But yes, here I am because of the society that we've created where <laughs> elementary school awards don't mean much. Oh, sure. I don't have a master's degree. But still, look at what, you know, some people get master's degree in their 40s and 50s. You know, when I was eight, I got the best degree of all. Gifted and talented. And 103 degree fever. Oh, I was exactly. in the hospital for a week and a half. Doc thought I was going to die. I proved that numbskull wrong. Yeah. You and the tell me he was the best. Right. You tell me he was more of a genius. And they said I had a gifted and talented immune system. Yeah. I highly doubt that, but okay. <laughs> yes. I was uh, kind of in and out. I was kind of having fever dreams, but I'm pretty sure that they said that my immune system was both gifted <laughs> and talented. Exactly. You know what? I'm so gifted and talented, I don't think I'll ever die. Oh, Tyler, are you sure you're not really think? Are you really putting yourself on that kind of a pedestal? You know what? Ain't nothing kill me yet. Ain't nothing ever gonna kill me. I'm gonna be around forever, bro. I'm gonna be around forever. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, that not really, yeah, true, not really a question, but it is always good to essentially, you know, dox the question askers and kind of reveal who they really are. Oh, so, yes. I like to do that. Yes. So, you know what? It wasn't a question, but we did learn more about our old friend. Mm -hmm. Friend being the kind of a loose term. Yeah, it's kind of things are still kind of complicated there. It's complicated. Yes. So, so is I guess there, that can kind of count as a question. Yeah, that counts. Is there anything I mean, really else? the question was who wrote it, and we found... Yeah, we found it. Um, yes. Is there anything else that we should, like any other segments you want to do before we get into our last segment, which I'm, uh, you know, is going to essentially be hopefully a tradition for New Year's segments, well, New Year's episodes? Yes. Well, we do usually have, I mean, it wouldn't be the very end, but we there is a beloved segment that we do all the time. Oh, yeah, we can do that at the very end if you want. Yes. Do we want to do that then? Or, or or do you want to do that at the very end since that's usually how we wrap things up? Or do you want oh, to do yeah. that now? I guess, and, and I, guess, I guess we'll save that for the end. So we could do... And he does want us to sell a few things. So. Yeah, he wants 2024 numbers to be up. Yes. And that's all I know. And we do have some special <laughs> New Year's merchandise to push on everyone. Yes, so we have, um, for as we begin the new year, when you're wondering, what day is it? 
Well, we have the chill the F out calendar. That's uh-huh. right. When you are stressed out, this calendar is a perfect reminder of, hey, your problems, who cares? Chill the F out. Yeah. And um, each month you'll get a special saying, like on the cover. It says, find calm and get a fresh effing start this year. Yeah. Is this a, is this a newer calendar uh, or is this like an older product like we often will get on these segments for some reason? You know, I don't remember, but I still think the message can work anytime. That's true. Calendars, uh, which we've also, I think, established, I think are generally very... Uh, corny and bad looking, but I'm sure, yes. I'm sure, especially because Paul would not want me to say anything negative about it. I'm sure that this is fine. Yes. You know, although when I was younger, there were a few calendars I loved because I would get like the ones for the upcoming movies. Like I had a Spider-Man three calendar that had like a bunch of photos. Oh yeah. Smallville one, a dark Knight one. Yeah. I will. Yeah. There are lots of, I, I, I say that because I think that really good calendars are a really cool design thing, but a lot of them are really lazy yes. or they're really, like I said, corny, like it's uh, something very embarrassing, like embarrassing, like if like yeah. bad phrases or very like cultural references corny and, poems stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't need that. We need to chill the F out calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, um, we like you're at the office, you're stressed, you look at that calendar, and there's like a bunch of stuff you have to do. Hey, because God forbid you get an actual break in the day and you're stressed, you're like, Ugh! and the calendar says, chill the F out. Oh, <laughs> I feel so much better. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's for the kind of what? person who also has the hang in there poster with the cat on the branch. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see there's an old episode of The Simpsons where Marge creates, I think, like a home office in the garage and she hangs up that poster. She yeah. looks at it and she's like, you know, that cat will be long dead by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, almost because the calendar can work two ways because it could calm some people like chill the F out. It's like a nice command. Although you could see it backfiring where someone looks at the calendar and is like, oh, another person trying to tell me what to do. I don't have to listen to you, calendar. Yeah. And like every, there's like a moment where like he just <clears throat> takes the calendar, the calendar month page, tears it off, crumples it up, rips it up, turns it into confetti, throws it into the air. Yeah. But, but it does work because that means all his appointments gone. He's yeah. free for the next month. Yeah, just... this, this would be like a, a guy who just kind of known it basically as the nonconformist, who's basically just <laughs> like, oh, so you're just going to decide for me that it's <laughs> Wednesday? Please. I make my own decisions. I don't conform <laughs> to society's rules that it's Wednesday. I think <laughs> it's my own day. I think it's. I think it's Blue Gorp Day. Yeah. Not Wednesday. And then. um. They'll be like, uh, s- s- the like uh, secretary, be like, sir, don't you remember you have a meeting at one on um on Friday? Oh no, 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 we don't do Friday in this office anymore, Carol. Those days are done. 
Well, we go by my schedule now. And my schedule, it's uh, Lerp Day. You know what that is? Uh, No, it's the new day. That's today. Today's the <laughs> dawn of a new day. Yeah. And he gets a call and like it, from his brother, and it's like, hey, it it happened. You are an uncle. He was <laughs> born at uh he was born at at 852, and we're naming him Baby Roger. And he's <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, so a government name that I'm just supposed to conform and say, Oh, that's your name, right? You know what? I play by my own rules. You, your baby is a uh, a non-identifiable entity that I will simply refer to by acknowledging its existence non-verbally. You know what? I know you've been a father for like, what, two minutes? But all right, you really dropped the ball. You really screwed that kid's future by making it so the government can track him whenever they want with such a stupid name. And you know what? You know what? I think the best thing you could do is put him in the wilderness and train him. Train him to be his own man. Oh, you know what, Roger? This this is why I never call you. This is, you know, ever since mom died, I don't have a reason to ever call you. Okay? I'm yeah. so glad you didn't come around at Christmas and really creep out my wife <laughs> with these, these, these weird things you say. Hey, I speak the truth. You know what? If you don't like it, that's on you. <laughs> It's funny that you said Roger because that also implies that the brother named him after because I said the baby's name was Roger. Although I might have been getting confused with Roger, who we haven't heard from in a while. Yes, our old producer Roger. Yeah, so he's a great guy. I think that this kid's name may have been Benny. Yes, <clears throat> but either way, that's not what Roger will call him. Yeah. But he, yeah, but that was his name is also Benny. Yes. So um, there you go. So what does the calendar do? It will not. It's for both the person who loves to meditate, like, hey man, find your inner peace. But it's also for the person who like such rage. It will like it'll force you to find that inner peace. That's Isn't true. that the result we want for everyone? Yeah, to be at least for this product. Yeah, to be forced to find your inner peace. And I think that that's a good uh, period on the sentence there is that this will force you to find your inner peace. And if you got to find your inner peace somehow, you might as well be forced to. Yes. And you know what? Doesn't everyone love like a moment once a month where you get to like tear up a calendar page, turn it confetti, and then find inner peace? That's and right. Whole month is free. You don't know when it will be because it. You gotta find that right moment for when he goes ballistic. But mm -hmm. once yeah. you find it, it's just bliss for the rest of the month. Yeah. Sort of like those people who feel like they need to have like a room to smash things uh, yes. to get out there. Which, by the way, I mean, I don't want to judge people's way of finding inner peace, but it freaks me out a little that people are so like that they need to smash things. Isn't there like a like? Can't you? pay to go a place to smash things yeah that's what i mean that like it's like a therapeutic thing and that uh, it's, i don't relate to it personally i don't think it's that satisfying like i would I, be so concerned about getting injured somehow. i know i like it like <laughs> the idea that some people would like want to take like a big vase or something that it would be satisfying to throw it down and smash it <laughs> yeah. i would be so nervous i would be like 
what if it comes up and cuts me? Exactly. Uh, no, I watch every step because you don't want it. You don't want it to cut your foot. What if when I swing this axe at this uh, desk? What if I get an arm sprain? That's scary. What if when I hit? What if when I get this hammer out? I miss the the table and hit my knee. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll feel even worse. Yeah. It has to really suck to be the one to have to clean up after for the next customer yeah i know i don't i don't understand that i i i feel like that probably just real therapy should probably be cheaper (laughs) if you don't care maybe you can smash some things there yeah (laughs) oh oh, nice degree doc oh nicely framed smash yeah it's a picture of your mother oh well i'm sure she's proud of you smash yeah Tearing, uh, laying in the the stereotypical uh, therapy uh, bench thing, and then ripping up yes. the the ripping up the cloth and throwing the the cotton pieces everywhere. <laughs> yeah, maybe chewing on some of it too. If you, yeah, if you're really that upset. Yeah. Um, clawing so, yeah. at it. Yeah. That. <clears throat> so yeah, that calendar available to purchase now. The chill the f out calendar. I think it's I think it's great for anyone. Yeah, and hopefully we hopefully that product placement gives us a higher budget going into 2024. Oh boy, All right. wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, let's not push it though. Um Paul hates it when we push. Yeah. Hates it yeah. when we push. So shall we get into I, I'm very excited about this. Um uh shall we get into, you know, uh, like I said at the beginning, a new year is all about, you know, new beginnings. And, uh, yes. you know, people sort of think of... By the way, new beginnings, terrible local <laughs> restaurant. Disgusting. Yeah. Hair, always found Re- in your omelet. Really, really, really greasy. I actually go there not too unoften, but it's oh. far from the best breakfast I've, I've only been there once, and I was like, that's enough. Uh, yeah, usually I can find something that I like, but it's sort of like, um, it's only good because of how greasy and salty it is. And I'd much rather go to a place like, um, the West Sider, which is an actually good breakfast restaurant. Oh, yes. Um, I try to stick with the chain IHOP. Yeah. You know what? You know what the crazy thing is? I hate pancakes. I think they're in general just disgusting, but I really like IHOPs. Oh, only IHOP's pancakes? I've never only had, I've never had You know, I'm Denny's curious. is all right. I, I think yeah. the ingredient is buttermilk. But like, Oh, yeah, buttermilk pancakes. Sir. But, like, sure. pa- like, the by the way, the worst pancakes you ever have, Cracker Barrel. Just oh, of d- course. Disgusting. Yeah, awful. Yes. Um, I'm not huge into pancakes either, so I'm curious if I like IHOP's. I, I typically find pancakes to just be kind of nauseating. Like yes. They're, they're so heavy on my stomach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, yeah, if, if, even if you don't like pancakes, which I do not, I would recommend trying the IHOP pancake, buttermilk pancake. Yeah. I don't even, I don't put syrup on because I hate syrup. I just do the butter and that's it. Yeah. The little square I, I, butter I, they put on. I would. But here, the thing to me, uh, I am a strong believer in the savory options at breakfast restaurants. Anytime I go with people to a breakfast restaurant, I'm. I typically will see people order 
pancakes or french toast or a waffle or something and i'm 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 an omelet guy i think or oh, a to- yeah. or just like buttery toast or like um you know i i, I hop you can get an omelet and it comes with three pancakes oh that's pretty that's good I, that's what i'll order <laughs> yes that's that's what i do sometimes my go-to is the um one meal that has like eggs pancake pancakes hash brown bacon but my second go-to is the omelet where you get three pancakes the nice oh oh yeah also hash browns hash brown an omelet and hash browns is like the ideal breakfast meal to me it's one of my favorite meals period actually um that's good yeah i i love an omelet uh this is the real sponsorship somehow. <laughs> yes. A massive change. Sorry, Paul. We 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 totally just derailed your thing. We went on. Yeah. To, um, you know what's good? Omelets. You and know, this I is that the Egg Association of America or EGA <laughs> should give us a check. Yeah. That's right. You get your B12. Something yes. that I had a deficiency in, and now <laughs> I eat more eggs. Well, there you go. Um, so, um, that was because I said new beginnings, but I'm talking about a different kind of new beginnings. I'm talking about the arbitrary change to January 1st makes it so we can just kind of go, this is new. People always like to go like, oh, 2022 is ending. What a horrible year. Let's hope 2023 is better. And then they go, oh, 2023, what a horrible year. Let's hope that 2024 (laughs) is better. And what's going to happen in 2024? When's it going to get ruined? What is the thing that's inevitably going to happen in the first couple of weeks of January for people to go like, okay, we're done. It can't be good anymore. By, by the way, this just remind me of something. You know what we should do one day? What? Possibly in the year 2029. Yeah, which and we'll still be doing the show too. So Yes. We should go back and listen to our 2019 thing where we talked about the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, a decade <laughs> later. Yes. Definitely. Uh, but yes, we look forward to what's going to happen in 2024. And so I'd like to kind of delve a little into predictions in general. Um, yes. What a little bit of like, what was predicted to happen in 2023? Did it happen? And also like comparing that to what maybe some, I'm sure reliable sources have to say about what's happening in 2024. And that might bridge us into making some of our own predictions. Oh, yes. So, for example, I mean, we know Nostradamus, right? I mean, a guy who predicts stuff. Genius. Of course. And um, so, like, in 2023, uh, and I don't know, I I can't confirm, like, like, what exactly was written, like, I don't know that much about Nostradamus. Like, I don't know if it literally in his writing said in 2023. I, I don't know if that's how it works. That would but, be very uh, specific and very talented. But apparently a couple, according to a couple of sources, it's saying, what did he predict for 2023? Um, so, like, for example, let's see, let's see. Um... Like he predicted, uh, like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The Black Sea's living fish shall all but boil. Talking about like boiling sea. Yes. So like, is that is that a prediction? Did the, is that did that come true? Water's getting hotter. 
Yeah, he's um, also describing like a seafood restaurant too. Yeah, he could have had bad seafood. <laughs> it's true. Um, and then let's see. There's something called Old Moore's Almanac, which appears to be some kind of uh, psychic predictions almanac of some sort. Where uh, what is it? It's Astrological Almanac, which has been published in 1697. Oh, uh, long running. Self-taught physician and astrologer written by um and it apparently uh claims to predict things and um uh it uh what 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 did it what came true here um Uh, you know, claims to have predicted 9-11, claims to have predicted, uh, that Trump would run again for president, which doesn't seem like a very good, like, uh, doesn't, you know, seems like kind of get of a gimme. Yeah. Apparently or predicted the rise of Bitcoin, which oh, seems like kind of a, you're, which seems a little like you're giving a little too much credit. Cause I, you know, I doubt it said the term Bitcoin. <laughs> um oh there could be some big copyright issues <laughs> like yeah like who uh, named it first yeah by the way speaking of copyright guess what also goes into public domain and maybe uh, on oh, the really? day it happens we did a whole segment on it years um, ago really and i will post you know i think i'll, I'll post maybe on the day it happens i'll post i'll clip the old segment i don't think we have the video version and post on social media. It is everyone's favorite banned book, the erotic thriller Lady Chatterley's oh, Lover. Oh, <laughs> finally! Finally, oh, man, we can we can read that as an audiobook for a special episode we now. Could. We can find out how right were we about what is the plot of Lady Chatterley's Lover. Yeah, yeah. There's a movie about it too. So yes. Yeah, didn't you see it at the library? Yeah, I saw. I I I didn't know a movie existed for it, but I just stumbled across <laughs> it. Lady Chatterley's Lover. They did do like, a recent one. I think it came out this year. Oh, really? It must be good. It, it must be really good if there's multiple adaptations. Everyone loves nineteen twenty. Yeah, there's a two thousand twenty-two. Oh, twenty twenty-two version. We need to read that and it's on Netflix get... now. Oh, nice. <clears throat> 85% need... on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. This can be a podcast where we read weird, obscure texts. So the, the other one would be Gadsby, which I talked about, which doesn't use the letter E. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, uh, 2024. Um, so... I find it interesting that in 2023, Nostradamus uh, predicted that, um, you know, like the sun, the head shall sear near the shining sea. And people are like, oh, is that predicting climate change? And then in the 2024 prediction is the dry earth will grow more parched and there will be great floods. And then they're like, oh, is that predicting climate change? And it's like, you can't say that everyone like... A general event that's happening over the last like 50 years is he predicted all of that because weather events are described. <laughs> They're just like, um, you know, this is how I know I'm right. Is it climate change? It's probably what they say to every prediction. Like, yeah, um, one day, um, in the year 2024, 
a there will be four less pandas on this earth. Oh, you know what did it? Climate change. Yeah. If for for me to consider this true, there needs to be an actual great flood, like one of the most historically huge floods of all time in yes. 2024 for me to consider that true. So we'll see at the end of the year. Yes. Great flood. This one's interesting. Combat and naval battle. Red advisory will become pale with fear, putting the great ocean in dread. Now, I find it interesting that Nostradamus thought that the main way that we would be fighting in 2024 would be naval battle. <laughs> Battleship. <laughs> he thought that like we'd we'd move past actual like fighting and we'd all be playing battleship. Yeah. He <laughs> I predicted mean, in, battleship. In a, in a way, you know, mankind is really stupid. Like, how do we solve our problems? We're going to do war. But we have video games. Can we? I mean, look, uh, they can be hacked and stuff. But really, you got to give it to the, the future of the world. Shouldn't be determined by soldiers. It should be determined by those coders who will play the video game as well. Of course. Exactly. Can't we just solve this all over a fun old game of Call of Duty? Yeah, that's the real prediction. Yes. Another one is, uh, quote, King of the Isles, quote, unquote, who has a controversial divorce will be driven out by force and who is replaced by one who will have no mark of a king. Someone Um, who's been divorced. Will be driven out, but it'll be ki- replaced by someone who has no mark of a king. So a king will get divorced in 2024? Oh, well. Not a lot of kings left, so... There's not a lot. Um, hmm. I, I, you know, you hope that there's not, like, some big wedding anniversary in 2024 that could be disrupted. <laughs> uh, I, do you think, like, um, if, if like a king and queen were to split up, you know how, like, they technically get half. Does that mean, like, half the country be broken up? <laughs> like, um, it's almost like in the Brady Bunch, like, all right, here's the line. You don't go past it. I don't go past it. This is yeah. our, this is mine now. Yeah. We call this other kingdom Queenland because it's <laughs> mine now. Yeah. Something and you know what? Like They're not going to be as selfish as you. You know what? When I text, I expect a response. And that's going <laughs> to be a law. Yeah. Um, I, another weird, uh, a, a Roman of good age will be elected, which good to age. me, yeah, which to me seems a little just like uh, you thought the Roman Empire was still going to be around. Uh, By two times yeah. before the Roman Empire. Yeah. Which we never really... think about it, but yeah. this, is, this is their time. Um, but apparently, you know, people are like saying like a Roman, would it be a new pope? In 2024, we'll see if Nostradamus is right about that. So what does good age mean? Does that mean, like, in your prime? Like, uh, 30? Probably, I don't or does it mean, like, you know, good age? Like, hey, we're still surprised this person at, like, 109 is still around. I guess I was thinking of, like, a good amount of age. Like, oh, you have a good yeah. um, a good number of years. Like, um, bordering on 110. Actually, who is the oldest person in the world? Um, well, I look at that list on Wikipedia of oldest people often and see if some of them are still around, but there are people approaching 120, I think 100, uh, I don't know, recently, 
for a while, I remember seeing some that are around 115, but I think they're around only 110, 111 now. There's someone, it says that um, the oldest person right now is 116 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. That's pretty Maria good. Maria Branyas Moreira. You know, it's always scary bringing up the oldest person in the world on a podcast because he, yeah, there's you don't a wanna, very good chance he'll be dated. You don't want to curse it. What if? Hey, what if our for, what if our first own prediction is this? She's going to make it to 117. Oh yeah, she's right now. She is at 293 days past her 116th birthday, so okay. she has to make it to March 4th. Well, that's not too far. I that's my first. Official unwanted answers prediction is that she will make it to 117. Oh, but uh, yes. some other predictions. Um, the old Moore's Almanac that I mentioned is predicting in 2024 the end of cash and the end of roads. The end of cash. So those are two big predictions. Yeah, that's cash yeah. and roads. You know what? I'm cool getting rid of cash because it's so disgusting. Yeah, we definitely don't need that. You know, it's always weird. Whenever, um, like, if you ever got, like, $2 from your grandmother or something, mm-hmm. like, around the holidays, it's always weird to look at that and be like, you know, someone probably bought drugs with this. This probably oh, went yeah. into a stripper's G-string. Yeah, it's definitely. so disgusting. I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, I feel like the more and more time goes on, the more likely it is that cash money was used for something shady. Because, like, yeah, because it becomes less and less common for other things. Um, And roads, too. Yeah, it's like, what's going to happen there? Like, all how are all... I mean, in a way, we both, like we said, we both hate driving. So, in a way, I kind of hope that's true. Although, that's for a later episode. We're we're, uh, foreshadowing. But uh, the other... It could have to do with this other prediction from Old Moore's. Let's just replace all roads with... um, those moving escalator type things at airports. Yeah, then we can just stand. Yes, there you go. And uh, But it could have something to do with this other prediction, which is a massive earthquake that extends across multiple borders, which sounds massive, could be massive enough to end all roads, but it could also just be like, oh, it's an earthquake that happened right at the border of northern Canada and the or sorry, Southern Canada and Northern California. So it's like just that little, like technically it's two different countries. Yes. And um, it, it's kind of insignificant, like a pot fell over and smashed in some lady's house, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's also apparently this very, very old lady who predicts stuff. Oh, wow. And, uh, I don't know if any. Do you know how old? Um, let me see. Her name is Van Vangelia Gush Terova. Uh, she appears to have no eyes. Oh, she died in 1996. She must have predicted things for in the far in the future. Oh, okay. And we're still. How I wonder how far her list goes. She well, must have spent. A lot of time at the end trying to make predictions. Yeah, there is 2023 and 2024. So in 2023, she predicted that a dangerous virus will affect birds. I don't know if... um, Yeah, she affected a star will explode, lighting up the sky for five years. And I got to say, when you're making predictions, you probably shouldn't go that far. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe very don't, don't be so specific. <laughs> yeah. You know, the star's going to explode, and it's just, it's going to be, God God helps, it'll be magical. Yeah. And uh, she also predicted, predicted in 2023, aliens will attack Earth, and we won't have electricity for three days and three nights, nuclear explosions. Wow, she she's very specific. Yeah. So yeah, to be fair, we have a few days left in 2023. It could all still happen. Uh yes, yes. So uh in 2024, what did she predict? Now um, I'm very this right now, this lady is my favorite at making predictions. Yes, this is what this is what we need. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, so apparently she has some boring ones too. Rising economic tension. Is in the cards for the year ahead. That's not very specific. In the cards, it doesn't. Um, it's, it's it's a possibility. You um, know what? She's playing it safe. Although she said economic power moves from west to east, which might mean like uh, you know, the U.S. because it won't have roads anymore, oh, will exactly. kind of uh, be new golden fail, age. and then I'll move to the east. So there will also be a rise in cyber attacks on criminal infrastructure, such as oh, sorry, critical in. Cyber attacks on critical infrastructure, such as power grids and water treatment plants. My God, the nerds. They, they're finally having their revenge. Oh, she laughs at me with my uh, with my coding. Uh, well, well, look at this. Look at what I can do. <laughs> I am God with my zeros and ones. Um. Oh, uh, numbers guy might have hand in that. <laughs> zeros and ones will take down the grid oh that's like his villain arc we'll take care, take care of the grid but um, we must make sure to treat them good because we love our zeros and ones um, we have to be careful with them fascinating creatures um, zero is so round yes and the one. zero is round and the one pointed and beautiful and when, when you put them together they kind of look like a unicorn um, <laughs> just this magical creature that makes your heart go flutter <laughs> i think i just got a shiver thinking about it <laughs> um so to wrap up these predictions that we did not make which will probably be less accurate than ours yes um there will also be uh apparently sh- she predicted that putin will be assassinated which is interesting <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I-, I don't even know the line i'll go near that because you never know who's listening yeah um yeah be careful there but this is my favorite a mighty dragon is due to take over the planet um <laughs> The planet, not even like yeah. a country like Godzilla, uh, uh, the whole planet Earth. Yeah, a dragon is going to take over. Style, Where are the Avengers style. when you need them most? Yeah, pretty wild. And you know what's interesting to me she about really that, did save the best for last. Yeah, <laughs> what, what's interesting to me about that is that she thought in 2023 aliens would take over, <laughs> and then we would still be having society. There would still be time for Putin to get assassinated. There would still be time for rising economic tension. And then a dragon would take over, assumably from the aliens. so much faith in humanity. Yeah. You know what? Bad things happen, but no matter what, humanity will rise. We will continue what that brave fish who crawled out of the sea started. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder if, like, she she's like predicted by the end of twenty twenty four, a dragon will take over the planet, and then it's like twenty twenty five. I predict that there's going to be a new kind of gum. 
<laughs> okay, after the dragon thing? Okay. I mean, maybe like um after the dragon RIP loses its life because humanity defeated it. Maybe like the dragon, you know, if it's big enough to take over the world, that you can create a nice big food supply. Maybe that ends world hunger. Oh yeah, and we the, all eat the, the dragon. Gum is, is dragon flavored gum? Yeah, we all eat the dragon. We all we all do with forks and knives, and the meat never goes bad. We can it feast on does. it forever, and has all the nutrition you need. Of course, the worst part is um, when they're trying to like divide up <clears throat> the dragon's corpse. They accidentally make it breathe fire one last time and yeah. create a giant wildfire, but. Yeah. Yeah, as this lady said, humanity will survive. You know, it's actually going to be kind of a pickle for me and some other people because uh, I, I, I am, uh, you know, I am a vegetarian, so I'm going to have to. If that's the only food that's left, oh man, well, I might have to decide if the dragon was enough of a jerk to warrant eating. Well, I mean, I guess scales would, I guess scales would kind of count as part of it. You can't just like. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure there may be some grass somewhere. Maybe it has eggs. <laughs> exactly. Maybe there's eggs. Yeah, because so, I'm I'm not vegan. I mean, the scary thing is that if they want, if they hatch and want revenge, that could be yeah. the end of 2024. Instead, of one dragon yeah. taking over the world is three. Or, or yeah. So at the end of 2025, it's like at the end of 2024, the prediction is the dragon will take over, and it says 2025 three dragons will take over and like every <laughs> year it like multiplies by three and yeah. then one day by like 2030 that's it it's a power that's, struggle that's the end i mean there's too many dragons yeah unless you learn how to train your pet one humanity is over that's that's um what she predicted unless there is a king arthur type situation where someone <clears throat> pulls that sword out of that stone yes then, then the hero that we all deserve will rise yes He's not the hero we deserve. He's the hero we need right now. Yeah, that's right. Well, those are exciting predictions, but what I'm really excited about is making our own predictions. Oh, so yes. So I thought that we could uh, go back and forth or maybe just kind of openly and try and brainstorm, like just dig deep, deep, deep into our gut and kind of figure out like what are the official unwanted answers predictions for 2024 throughout the yes. year. And then we can kind of, have hopefully uh uh because i guess in a way this is an unofficial prediction i predict that there will be a new year's special next year for unwanted answers that which means we won't die get wrong too yeah yeah um we both die but i predict that we make it paul will replace us paul will replace us keep the tradition going and then we can kind of go over and see what's accurate. What did we predict? Yes. W- w- how do we stack up against these legends, uh, especially Baba Vanga, which was the name of that woman who predicted the dragon oh, yes. thing, which is really we look up to now. Yes. Um, our hero, in a way. We, yeah, kind of our hero. Um, the reality we want to live in. Yes. So, like, for example, um, to to start us off, and I think it's kind of good to, even though in my gut I might have a more deep understanding of what's going to happen, I want to kind of uh, ease the rest of society into it by being a little bit more vague. So, like, for example, I might say, in 2024, I predict 
that at some point in the year, there will be something significant that happens with a primate. There will be a discovery or um, a big change involving a primate. Oh, yes. Um, and was the uh, I'll, I'll do another one just to keep the ball rolling. Um, oh, yes. How, uh, how, how's this? I think this is a new COVID strain. A new coat. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really I think, went for it. Today. I think I think we're in I think we're due for it, but I can't just say a new COVID strain. I think it's gonna be a new COVID strain that has the funniest name yet. Oh so, yeah, like, we did have yeah. Delta. Yeah. What was some of the other ones? I can't remember. Uh Delta Omicron. And Omicron? of course, of course, I, I'm I guess I'm counting this as a funny name, but coronavirus. Uh, which is what, just what it is, but like yeah. it has kind of a funny name. So I think that this is whatever it's going to be, where it's going to be the blank um, variant or the, the um, it's going to have the funniest name yet in some way. It's going to be the most amusing name yet. Um, So look forward to that. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you think of that? Do you, do any predictions come to your gut? Well, right now, I believe that there will be some type of new bear that is discovered, some new brand of bear. Okay. You know, we've had grizzly, mm-hmm. we've had polar, we've had gummy, but there will be some type yeah, gummy, yes. of new bear. It's a That's good thing you added one. it's a good thing you added that because that uh, you know, bears are really big. It would be hard to discover a whole new type of bear, but it's, yes. it's interesting because like there there could be a significant new bear discovery. Exactly. It's interesting. It's interesting. We've also had care bears. So yes. there will be some type of new bear discovered. Yes. I think there's going to be some kind of massive recall for a packaged good that is um I would say packaged small. Like um oh, yes. something uh that is consumed that needs to be massively recalled. And it's kind of like one of the, the bigger recalls of recent history. Oh, yes. Biggest, maybe biggest recall yet. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Let's see what else is there. Well, I believe there will be some internet trend with a specific veg with a vegetable, like a TikTok trend with a vegetable, possibly corn. And all... These like um just separately teens. from the one that already happened. <laughs> there was a TikTok thing with corn. Yeah, the corn kid. The corn kid. Oh no, this is like you do something dangerous with the oh, corn. Oh yeah, that challenge. And like, like a, like a, a few corn teens challenge. will probably die from it. Okay, but so yeah, it will like get kids into corn. So something dangerous will happen with corn, and it'll sort of be like um, a challenge or like something yes. that's kind of risky that we're have to like, oh, stop doing this. Yes, but will they listen? No, of course not. Yeah. Oh, here's here's one for for, for this is this is for you, Huck. Oh boy! I think there will be a major news story that sweeps the nation that has to do with poop. Oh, he'll be so excited! He man, never watched seen him before. But man, when they show when they show what was in that guy's toilet, wait, man, never seen anything dirtier than that yeah. than that load. Wait, yeah, hmm. 
I think I'm trying to think more pop, pop some more pop culture things. If I can kind of yeah. reach into my gut for some pop culture things, I think uh, a director who typically makes a very different kind of movie will make a some kind of blockbuster hit piece of art movie or TV show that is totally unusual for them and that will rocket someone unexpected to stardom. Oh, yes. An unlikely stardom. That's kind of, I'll say that's kind of the gist of this, is that there will be an unlikely rise to stardom. Yes. Speaking of pop culture, there will probably be a beloved show on a streaming service. Beloved. Mm -hmm. Love, 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 love. That is canceled because, as we know, on streaming, three years, you're done. It'll be canceled. There'll be such fan outrage, and there'll be even more outrage from the cast and crew on Twitter or X. By the way, X going out of business in 2024. Oh, yeah, that's that's actually I yeah, that's I will make that a prediction (laughs) by the end of 2024. X will be no more. I'm going to keep it at that because I think that it could also just change back to Twitter or something. Yes. (laughs) Boy, that's such a weird that whole thing is such a weird purchase. Yeah, it's (laughs) uh, yeah. I mean, it truly is like um, uh you were mean to me, so I'm going to buy you. Yeah. Wasn't it like, like a hostile kind of takeover? Like, didn't they have, once he made like a certain offer, like they had oh, to do yes. it no matter what? He, he, uh, he tried to back out, but then he legally kind of couldn't. And so he they basically forced the buy. Oh, well. But um, once, um, so there will be a show, that, a popular show that is canceled. The cast will be upset on Twitter. But... One streaming service who is very much struggling, very much struggling, possibly one of those free ones that do the ads, will pick it up. And it will return, minus kind of the main character, and everyone will hate it. And they will say, why (laughs) did you bring this back? Why did you ruin my childhood? Even though your childhood, it just, the last season was just a few months ago, but people will still be upset. Yeah, that's that. Don't, that's almost like it feels like you have something in mind for that. But I, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, here, here's a good one. Uh, you gotta throw something like this, and I think that, not that, not that I think. Uh, I mean, this is where my gut leads. Not to open this can of worms. Not that I think that canceling is real or anything it's it's not but i think that someone famous will get canceled for a reason we've never seen before like (laughs) all of the typical reasons like racism or or harassment or some bad history someone will be canceled for a reason we've never seen before that's right it'll be like (laughs) well what possessed you to even think of doing such a stupid thing i don't know i mean no one has done it in mankind's history so yeah it felt like i could be i don't want to compare myself but maybe i could be like the albert einstein a trailblazer if you will yeah, and it's going to be like we've never fired someone from a show before for anything like this, but you're gone. So, um, okay, N- another prediction. You know, we've made the transition from like plastic straws to paper straws. Mm-hmm. 2024, we will begin the transition away from tissues. Okay. No more paper plastic tissues. tissues. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. 
Um, no more paper tissues. No more paper tissues. I mean, the handkerchief seems like such a dated thing. <laughs> Boy, I could say something, but it'd be such a huck thing. <laughs> My invention idea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know those things at the dentist that, like, um, how they... Uh, by the way, have you ever been to a dance where they actually make you spit in a sink? Because I've never had that. Oh, in a sink? No, it's always been the tube that they stick in your exactly. mouth. Exactly. Yeah. That must be I, like I, kind I, of old school to spit in a sink. Yeah, it seems like something from like the at least yeah. the 1980s. Yeah. But my invention was like, you know what? We could just replace tissues by having like a contraption like that, but you <laughs> oh. stick it in your nose. <laughs> When I no, when I'm like congested and stuff, that would be awesome. <laughs> I told that to my sister, and she said, "Don't you ever bring up that again. Don't ever say that, especially when we're having dinner." That's awesome. I love that. I was just like, you know what? I think it's a bit practical. I think yeah. it could work. Yeah. The worst is. part is having to like to unload it at the end when you're done. But yeah. Oh, here's a different one. I think that. There will be sort of like a, a food microevolution, like sort of a, like kind of a an interesting GMO alternative food that comes out. I think uh, like kind of in the vein of like um, there are like I, I think that there are these apples that are supposed to taste like grapes and it was kind of like a, a modified thing. <laughs> Um, I think that there will be some kind of interesting, uh, never done before, like modified food that people talk about as like, uh, oh, did you hear about this weird new thing? Oh yeah. So yeah, something like that. And I don't want to, I don't want to go into details of what that could be, but I have a gut feeling and it's, you know, you got to shout it out. Yes. Okay, I got one. There will be a... In 2024, there will be a new pizza topping that no one had thought of before. But like pineapple, people will get enraged. Like, how yes. dare you? It will divide people. There will be factionism. Some people will be like, this is um a delicacy. <clears throat> and others will be like, this makes you want to vomit. Yeah, almost like an offshoot of that, or maybe this is part of the same thing. It'll be like 2024 has a new color of the dress, Yanny or Laurel type of thing. A new factionism, like cultural phenomenon will happen. Oh, yes. You know, there was something kind of like that that happened recently in the comic book community oh, really? online. So there's this like iconic. Have you ever seen the cover for The Dark Knight Returns? Um, I can't remember it off the top of my head if I have. Let me see. Um, it's one where he, where you see a silhouette of Batman and there's lightning behind him. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. Okay. So there was this, people are like comparing it to the blue dress, black dress. Are you yeah. seeing the front of Batman or the back? I, as soon as you, um, said that and I looked at the cover, I was like, oh, I know what the debate is. But yes. I, um, wait, um, oh, I see people are kind of drawing it here, front or back. I honestly can't, I, I feel like what I'm seeing is he's sideways, 
but his yeah. back is slightly more facing the camera than the other way around, if you know what I mean. Like, I, well, I would I would say that his back is, like, that he's sideways, but there's more of his back showing than his front. I would, I've looked at this cover for, like, how far away was 2003? Oh, my God. Look, 21 years. Boy, do I feel old. I've always felt like we were seeing the front, and if you saw the light, you'd see like the yellow oval and all that. That's so that's so weird because I don't know how that would work, honestly. Because the reason the reason why it makes me think that is because when I'm looking at his arm, the arm that's sort of pointing forward, uh, the lower one, to me it looks like his muscle is blocking his face. Like his bicep is blocking his face. And what that would tell me is that you're seeing him look sideways and that his like his bicep is blocking his face, which would mean that his back is showing a little bit. Oh, well. That's what I'm seeing. But that's very interesting because I can see how you would see it the other way around. Yes. And you know what? <clears throat> we know how Zack Snyder thinks about because he did put that shot in Batman versus Superman. And it's his back that you see. Oh, did I don't know if you saw, see oh, it, but if you Google it, I now I just saw someone highlight how it would look in the front, and I can see how the bicep could be behind him. I yeah. see that. I I see that now. That's but, crazy how like well that works is like a kind of like a like an hourglass face thing. You can't tell which yeah, way he's facing. Very much like a Rorschach test. Has there been like a confirmation from the artist or anything? Um, from Frank Miller, I don't think so. I, even if there was, I don't think he'd ever say. I think he's yeah, just like, you know fun. what? How about you buy the book and then you can figure it out? Yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah. So predictions, we can do it. Maybe just a few more. Because uh, I, we know a lot of these are going to be right. We don't need to stretch ourselves too thin. But I think that there will be some kind of... Um, <clears throat> I think that there will be an animal that gets stuck in a very amusing place. And, like, people have to try and get it out. Like, a famous... Like, some kind of news story will be, like, an animal is stuck. And they're not supposed to be there. And we they're, they're stuck in there. Like, it's in a store or it's in... In an in, uh, the wrong enclosure, or it's uh, in a government building, um, and uh, that becomes something that people talk about is this animal being in the wrong place. Oh yes. Um. I here's a weird one. I think one of the uh, sort of unexpected breakout hits musically in 2024 will be some kind of metal song from an obscure band that no one would normally listen to because it's too weird and extreme. And it will get this unexpected popularity because it like went viral on TikTok or something. Oh, yes. You know what? I do have another prediction. I think something similar will happen, but with a silent movie. There's going to be a 70-minute silent movie that like generation wise and go crazy over Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin will be like the Taylor Swift of 2024, like th- on that level. Oh yeah, 
fascinating. <clears throat> I oh, I think that there will be a huge upset from fans, uh, like really hardcore fans of a certain artist or actor or something, where they feel like they were snubbed. Like a really big, like whether it's an award show or um, something along those lines, um, there will be a, a horde of angry fans being like, this person was snubbed, we're upset, how dare you? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. There will be some, like, well-known store, whether it's, like, a department store or whatever, that, like, grandmas love, you know? Yeah. But to keep the times they're going to completely rebrand the whole thing. It's no longer just going to be, like, what grandma wants. It's going to be, it's going to go from, like, a J.C. Payne to a Hot Topic. And grandmas <laughs> across the world... <laughs> will be so upset they will <laughs> they will be going around to like the neighbors asking them to sign petitions to change it back and you know what they might get their way <laughs> yes um here's a here's a big one um i uh th this one's gonna be vague but i think we'll see what i mean by the end of the year and that is on a major holiday in 2024 on just one of the most major holidays something really major will happen not saying whether it's positive or negative but it will be like something extremely positive or negative big news event that happened on that holiday whether it's halloween whether it's christmas whether it is um those are big ones maybe the fourth of july or valentine's day it will essentially be a big news story comes out on that day, and it's like, wow, I can't believe this happened on this day. Oh, yes. And no. I'll, I'll try and come up with one more uh, after this, and then you, you can say one or two more. Okay. Here, here's one, kind of similar to what you have. There's going to be a big sporting event, like the World Series, the Super Bowl, but yet... On that day, someone decided to have another thing happen. Whether it was something dropping on Netflix, whether it's a video game launch, whatever it is. And that thing is going to eclipse the sports event so much <laughs> yeah. that um, it will upset the sports fans. Yeah. But yet, the company that did the other thing will be like, no, we've planted our flag. We're going to keep doing this forever now. Yeah. Man, um, <clears throat> where else to go from here? I wish I could think of maybe something more exciting, but I, I do like, I f do feel a gut feeling about this one being true. And that is that there will be some kind of new diet that people okay. will flock to. It could be a single food or an entire diet that people have strong opinions about. And those strong opinions will lead to very wild results. Maybe uh, a bunch of people find themselves really malnourished or um, uh, have to go to the hospital from eating too many strawberries. Just examples. But the general prediction is a new diet or health craze will go awry. 
I'm trying to think of one more thing. Um, you know I, what? This will be my last one. Okay. Just like how vinyl records are made to come back. Yeah. VHS tapes were about, I mean, it's starting. We're hitting yeah. the golden age. Yeah, I can see that because, like, currently, every single new music, like, album that comes out, the artist will print vinyl. So that's, like, a yes. really big comeback. Uh, even though there's been some struggles with production Didn't recently. Didn't they have it where, I don't know, I thought I saw an ad for it. Didn't the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 come out on, like, cassette tapes? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cassette yeah. tapes are making a small comeback as well. I think part of it coincided with production issues with vinyl because I think a lot of production plants for vinyl kind of shut down and it started making it take really long to produce them. And so, like, normally I would, like, maybe pre-order an album or go to the record store on the day an album came out and it would be available on all formats. But lately, it's usually, like, four months after the album comes out, everything marketing-wise comes out that day and then four months later the vinyl comes out because of production issues so cassette is kind of been like uh, a replacement in some ways and it's cheaper for some people to produce so I have a small cassette collection for that reason um, but yeah I can see that happening for VHS um, oh yes uh, yeah it, it, like seeing that big movies are actually as part of their promotion selling a vhs tape oh yes which like, i think uh, would actually be successful like but like people would get more excited about that than like like it, it's usually not a big day to say like oh the blu-ray is coming out today people yeah. don't flock to get that do your best buy is gonna stop selling blu-rays oh interesting yeah i bet they're not that popular not to go on a whole tangent but you know, it really sucks that like physical media is going out when we're seeing how streaming is not the way of the future we all thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because every streaming service is really struggling right now <laughs> that they're taking stuff away and like yeah. some stuff you won't be able to find. But could you imagine like the Flash movie coming out? It, it was a controversial movie, but the Flash movie coming out and you had a VHS version that you could yeah. put right beside your VHSs of Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Same format, same like WB logo and everything. Yeah, and I mean, even even the lower quality would be very nostalgic. It would make the movies feel kind of warm. Yes. Which would be great. But yeah, same thing with the, the music industry. Uh, streaming is like um, people make, like, like artists make absolutely nothing, especially from Spotify. And uh, at least like vinyl is going to be a much bigger chunk if you're like buying a, a record directly from the artist or their label or something. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, physical formats are really good for some things. It's harder for uh, streaming companies to get away with kind of taking all of that extra stuff. So you know it's a good prediction. Really irritating. How like stuff is constantly moving from service to service. Yeah. Like, like um, like the Batman movies, they're on Max. Now they're on Netflix. Oh, and now they're gonna move to Tubi. It's just Yeah, like, all the right stuff is really annoying. And yeah. especially since Netflix is like spiraling and spiraling down. There are so many things that I always associated with being on Netflix that aren't. And now there's oh, just yes. like almost nothing that I associated with being on Netflix on Netflix anymore. Um they even took the old Marvel stuff like Daredevil. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, VHS making a comeback in a bigger way in 2024. I actually thought of a bonus one, which I think is more fun to potentially oh, okay. end it on, which is in 2024, there will be a large chunk of people who believe in something like wildly pseudoscientific and supernatural on a level we haven't quite seen before. So like for an example is I think in 2023, there was briefly like sort of a, I guess you could say a trend or like people on TikTok who were posting about how they believed that like Yetis were real, I believe. <laughs> uh, and they were talking about, you know, people being like, oh, the they don't want you to know that Yetis are real kind of thing. And like, here's why they're real. I think that there's going to be a new wave of like internet um, mythological creature belief. Oh, wow. in 2024, there will be a wave of believing in a mythological creature. There you go. Quite a few predictions. Yes, for this year, and we look forward to next year. I want to go back and yeah, 2025 special. Oh, I guess technically this is 2023, 2024. When we when we do the New Year special, going back, yeah, and seeing were we right, and the answer is of course, because otherwise Paul would be very upset with us, yeah. producer Paul. Yeah, I want to I want to go back to this and like uh, when I'm editing it, write all these down in a succinct <laughs> sentence, yes. so we can kind of look back at that and read them more succinctly later. Oh yes. Get ready, Paul. You're about to see a bunch of stuff from this show about to come yeah. through. Yeah, and just remember, uh, you know, in a year from now, uh, when we're doing this episode and we find out that we're famous now because we're, like, better than Nostradamus, better than the old Moore's Armanac, not better than Baba Vanga because she is our I idol. Mean, she is the goat. Yes. She is the goat. So we only aspire to be Baba Vanga, but, you know, uh, at least better than other predictors. Um, I think we'll prove to be, yeah, pretty amazing. So keep an eye on the news in 2024. Oh, yes. Because you heard it here first, folks. We yeah. should put exclusive. We got to make sure we say the exclusive came from unwanted answers. Yes, exclusive. We are the predictors of these things. Yes. So that was, that was that was great. I'm glad. I've I've always wanted to do that. I feel like I have a good intuition and that it's going to really show. I finally get to show it. Oh yes, predictions. Yes, yes, go. yes. So that uh brings us I think to our last segment. Oh yes. Our final segment. And it's not just our our final segment. It's also the most, most beloved one of all. Beloved segment. That's right. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. So, it's been a while since I looked at these. I don't even know if they are New Year's, but I'm in the start of a new year, as we know. Yeah. People go into the new year so optimistic, like yeah. we did in 2020, which you can go back and listen to. Yeah. <laughs> People get so optimistic, and by, by about like 5 o'clock <laughs> January 1st, they realize... If anything, their year, they're much worse off than they were the year before. Yes, in an ongoing cycle every year. Yes. Yes. So we'll see the first person who needs help. 
Dear Abby, my daughter is married with two kids. They live a few hours away. I love seeing them, but I have just one issue. She constantly corrects the way I pronounce words. No one ever mentioned it before she did. A lot of pronunciations are how my family members and people in my state pronounce them. She started criticizing me after she lived in three different states. It has reached a point where I dread seeing her. Remember, <laughs> this is her daughter. She dreads yeah. seeing her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's sentences like that that are so hurtful. Yeah. I feel self-conscious and my self-esteem gets shot down every time I do. When I tell her it hurts me, she says I'm being too sensitive. I don't know what I should do. Signed, hurting over this. Yeah, trying to decide, you know, you always got to read the subtext in these. We're experts at this now, so you always got to yes. read the subtext in these and try and figure out, like, is there something being left out and it's the mother who's kind of leaving something out or is the daughter really kind of being hurtful here? Because I can see it would be definitely be very troubling to be constantly corrected and when you're not doing anything wrong, that's like an unnecessary critique. But I also, you know, uh, wonder if maybe the the daughter just doesn't have any idea how to pronounce any words. And so it's like, always like, uh, uh, you know, mom, you're not supposed to say, uh, movie. You're supposed to say movie. <laughs> yeah. She thinks like she, <laughs> she thinks she has like this accent. Like she traveled around the world and she created her own accent. Yeah. She's super well traveled. <laughs> yes. Um, Mother, shall we have dinner or whatever? Dinner. Yes. Um, (laughs) What else? Maybe um, sometimes she also uses like different words. Like she'll like change the meaning of certain things. Like um, I'm I'm switching words. Switching words for different words. You mean? Yeah. Like like, um. Like maybe, they, maybe like when she calls up the house, dad, dad's in a coma. What she really means is dad is asleep. Yeah. But she, she constantly um, gets some things confused. Yeah. She's sort of saying like asleep. It's a coma. A coma. Yes. Dad's a coma. But he'll be thin. What, what do you mean he'll be thin? You mean this is it? Mom, what are you trying to tell me? It, yeah, he'll be thin. He'll be thin. <laughs> and then, and then two two years will go by, and she'll be like, "It'll be the Christmas gathering because you know every Christmas you gotta keep switching back and forth with the parents." Yeah, Dad, I thought you were dead. What, what are you doing here? Mom said you were Finn. <laughs> yeah, honey, I, I'm. I, you come on, you know how she is. I'm. I'm fine. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, I said it. You're Finn. <laughs> Isn't that good enough? Yeah. You're Finn. Yes, of course. Uh. Uh, yeah, um, gosh, what else would there be? Um, uh, yeah, ordering something to get get uh, her paranoid. Yeah, (laughs) ordering, uh, um, like they're at, they're at dinner and, uh, uh, the mother's going to the bathroom and is like, can, can you order for me and make sure you say no peanuts in, in the dish? Okay. All right. Just going to go to the bathroom real quick. And then the daughter's like, um, can you make sure there's no apples in the dish? <laughs> and it's apple. Apple. Yes. Yeah. The apple. Um, 
Okay, I, there isn't usually that, but yeah, okay, it's just going to be yeah, peanuts, noodles. Yeah, it's no apple. Okay, but yeah, and then yeah, then and like, then the mother had to go to the hospital, so it's kind of a yes. So um, <laughs> I think the issue is they both got they both got to go to speech therapy. They both got to try to mm-hmm. figure out how to say certain words, like um, <laughs> maybe like. Now that his show is over, they could do like a Dr. Phil type thing. Yeah. Now you need to learn how to say certain words. Otherwise, you got, you know, in my home state of Texas, I don't know if he's from Texas, but we'll go with that. Yeah. In my home state of Texas, they say if you can't use proper English, you're like, you're um, as useless as a cow that don't make milk. I mean, that's just <laughs> how it is. Yeah. Um... And then one day, they'll be able to bond. And actually communicate with each other. And one day the mom will be able to tell the daughter, you know, I don't really like your husband. <laughs> I kind of regret you marrying him. And I don't like how half my grandbabies are half of him. And she'll be like, Mom, why why didn't you say anything? I I was thinking the same thing too. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, that heartwarming mom moment of like, really? Mom. I'm so happy to hear that, honey. And they embrace. Yeah. And um, and if it was like a movie, they'd still be embraced. And then it would fade and they were still hugging in divorce court. Yeah. As um, the marriage ends. It's just you got it's give and take. You got to learn. Um, And I like to see both sides. So to completely flip the script over and try and see it from the, I guess, the daughter's point of view. Another possibility is that um, the daughter is saying, like, don't say that. Don't say things like that. And the mother is interpreting the critique wrong. So maybe the mother is calling her daughter up and being like, you and both your kids are just such a disappointment to me. And then the daughter's like, mom, don't say disappointment. So you're telling me how to correctly say things. How dare you? See, this is why you're a disappointment. You know, I wish you weren't my daughter then. Click, hang it up. (laughs) Yeah, get it. uh, Getting a text being like, don't say you wish you weren't. That's horribly rude. And then there's like, I say wish you weren't just fine. Thank you very much. I can I, talk. I give it the right pronunciation. Hit the I and wish perfectly. Don't yeah. you dare tell me how to speak. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, but you got to see it from both sides. Both any of the, these things could either, either have potential. Yes. Otherwise, everything can spiral out of control. <laughs> well, guys. We got to the answer, and the answer is whose fault is it? It's really both of them. Yeah. So situations are complex, and that's yes. why why do we even do this? No one even asks us to do this. Exactly. But you know, it happens. And yes. um <clears throat> boy, we, we talked about a lot. We talked about things that happened on New Year's Day in different years. We yes. had some products, we had um and we had some, we had a, we answered, uh, not really a question, but we answered something. 
And we then learn more about Aunt Ash's origin story. That's yeah, that's, that's fun to learn. Yes, that's I, I loved learning about that. Branched out more of Huck's family tree. Right. And gifted and talented Tyler um, and his cur- 2023 woes. Yes. And now we can di- we can finally um, um, separate you two because one is gifted and talented. The other people thought was a drug user. Yes, they are separate. <laughs> yeah. Like like I often experienced in childhood, many people have the same name as me. So yes. uh, there's one class where there are three Tylers, I believe. Oh, yes. <clears throat> but yeah, and we also got into what if any predictions came through in 2023, which I didn't really check on. But uh, then I, I really encourage everyone to stay tuned around our 2024 predictions. Yeah, I'll put a I'll put a, a written list out there at some point, uh, a la Nostradamus, kind of like yes, s- section one. This yeah, document. make it very official. It, just Maybe lock it, it notarized. in. Yes, lock it in. I'll print it out. Yes, hang it behind me. That's how you gotta do it. And that nice gold seal of approval. Yeah, we, we so and I mean it's always a great it's a great start to our first ever annual like new year's special. Yes. When we get all these great things and it doesn't end here because it does not after this lovely special episode uh you know the sun's starting to go down and we get to celebrate the turn of the new year. That's and true. Celebrate the beginning of 2024 and yes. Here in the old studio uh we gotta, you know, uh, pay tribute to everyone who has ever been a guest on this show. Exactly. You know, Huck, the captain, the skipper. Uh, everyone loves him. You know him. You love him. Babyface Antonio. Of course. Numbers guy, Christopher, the unemployed actor, the Anglins. Uncle Alan and Ash. Absolutely. <laughs> the Absolutely. And now we we know that we we have the uh, a starving artist, and you know, good old fluffy slash sprinkles. <laughs> That's right. I gotta make sure to add that on our list of people to call. Up. Yeah, maybe even uh, Oswald. <laughs> uh, that's right, Oswald. Huh. By the way, I don't want to space. Who was Oswald? <laughs> um, the guy who collects blood. Oh, right, 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 Oswald. Boy, yeah. he, to quote the off, Michael in the office, that guy, that guy was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I hope to see as many of them as possible. I've invited everyone to this party, so we hope to see you all there. We're gonna, we're gonna cue you into the live feed right yes. at the end of this section of the episode, and so you're gonna be able to listen along with us so as we count down the end of 2023 the beginning yes 2024 that's right and so at uh you're gonna hear some kind of noise maybe maybe the very end of the theme song there'll be a click or a beep and at that moment you can listen to this episode at exactly 11:59. oh yes and uh end the the year with us Exactly. Watch us watch the ball drop. Of course, you're you're tr- you're trading in this fun New Year's Eve special as we go to watch a very boring New Year's Eve yes. special. Yes, yes, that's right. So, um, 
thanks for tuning in to this very special episode. Yes, you didn't ask for it, but for one last time this year, there it was. There it was. Right. Wow, so happy. Everyone packed house, huh? Yeah. Like, everyone showed up. A lot of people here. Yeah. Um, wow, like, yeah. Huck, Babyface. Oh, man, this is... Uncle Al, Aunt Ash, you enjoyed yeah, they showed up the and, and the chair, you brought the chair, very good. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's more beat up than I thought it would be, but still, yeah. pretty cool. Numbers guy has a, a very used-looking calculator, I oh, see. Oh, yes. That's interesting. Uh, um, um, don't want to touch that. Rachel Anglin came alone, I see. Oh, yeah. You know, family with her. Um, but yeah, great. It's, um, actually, let everyone. I see everyone's having a good time talking, but let's uh, ha- let's get everyone's attention. Yes, All right, please. Everybody, uh, there's only a couple more minutes until midnight. That's uh, right. 2023 is almost over. That's right. It's going to be 2024 soon. So, uh, everyone, let's uh, let's look over at the TV. Yes, um, it's starting. Yes, and... Um, looking forward to it. Man, looking forward to a new year of Unwanted Answers a lot. It's going to be a right. good year. We've grown so much. We've met so many new friends. I know. Even the uh, last episode, some new stuff we've been yeah, adding I mean, to it. Yeah, people who weren't even invited on the original... The list, I just new friends coming all the time, yes. and yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to 2024. I mean, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, maybe we'll even get a you know a full dollar coin <laughs> or something oh, for yeah. move yeah. past the penny. Oh, oh, what the? oh, um, so what is going on? Okay, the power's out. Um, oh, that's no, just we didn't. Great. Okay, no, no, okay, uh, we'll be fine with. We'll be fine with a penny. We'll, yeah, we'll be good, uh, yeah, just like penny. Penny, just great. like last um, year. You know, a penny saved is a penny earned. That's right. So yeah, great. Twenty twenty four, just a penny. Yes. Oh, good. Okay, the power's oh, there back. There it is. That oh. just in time too, so because right look there. at that. Oh, we only boy. have eleven fifty nine. Oh yes, there there it is. All right, everybody, get your drinks, whatever whatever you need. All right, guys, you, we're, this is the big moment coming up. Ah yes. Wait, Yeah, we 
Ian's window there to see you. Here it is. Oh, Skipper, isn't it wonderful? Go pass me coat. It's about time for us. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I am. I must have bumped into you. Oh, Skipper. If you wanted a hug, all you had to do was ask. Come here, little guy. Ah. 